the lights are bright in Alumni Gym, and the stage is set for some women's college hoops. Welcome to tonight's broadcast of Ryder Women's Basketball, live on WRRC2. Before we get underway, let's preview tonight's game and turn the mic over to Owen McCarran, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito for the Brock Basketball Pregame Show, only on 1077 The Bronx Retro. Welcome to the Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. I'm Jared Breedle, joined here by Owen McCarron and Ben Chanel for some Ryder versus Quinnipiac women's basketball. Fellas, how are we feeling tonight? Feeling pretty good about this game right now. I mean, the Ryder uh, Bronx are bouncing off of a pretty good win the other day against St. Peter's. We saw a lot of new stuff from them, especially on the offensive end with that new aggressive, you know, ball movement, trying to, you know, focus some good looks down in the paint, a lot of good cuts, a lot of good off-ball and on-ball movement as well. So excited to see how they, uh, you know, come out and play today. Yeah, like one of the big talking points during that St. Peter's game was the way that St. Peter's was allowing the Bronx to just pass the ball at ease and kind of mesmerize the defense. But I hate to break it to you guys, but I don't think we're going to have that same luck because Quinnipiac is the best defensive team in the MAC, and they're currently on a nine-game winning streak. Absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. Nine-game win streak, 18-7 and seven on the season, you know. A tough team to play right here, very much yeah. so. But, you know, it's good that you're coming off a win and got to try to build on that tonight. Yeah, easily. And one thing I do want to touch on with Ben and uh, what me and him both said here with that ball movement that we did see, uh, you, you love to see the aggressiveness on the Bronx, but during the coach's show that we, we will be playing after this, Coach Milligan did talk a lot about how, you know, it depends on the defense they run. The Quinnipiac does come out and decides to run that, you know, zone defense that they can exploit. They can move people around, get those open looks. Then, yeah, they will start to adapt that more fast-paced offense that we love seeing because it, it does a really good job of getting the looks. I personally think that they should regardless. I think it does a really good job of getting everybody confused. I mean, out of all the offensive schemes that we've seen them try to run, I think that one definitely worked best as well. And when you have a team that is this good defensively, a scheme like that that could get them spread out, you know, potentially lost, a little bit separated from everybody, I think that could go a long way in, you know, helping you win this game. Absolutely, yeah. I think something to point out, too, is this game could have some serious implications for the MAC tournament, as we may be seeing this Quinnipiac team early on in the MAC tournament. Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunate for the Bronx, so Absolutely. I think the Bronx should use this game as a way to kind of gauge the talent on this Bobcat squad. Um, just looking at the numbers here, brought to you by Quinnipiac.com. The Bobcats are forcing opponents to shoot 30.7% from the floor during their winning streak. Ooh. And we know that the Bronx have their share of, you know, shooting troubles um, during their games this year, so the Bronx need to be able to get some good shots off if you need to be wide open, you can't be forcing up threes if you're heavily defended and you try to you try to get down low to give the ball to players like Victoria Toomey and Rafaela Toussaint. Absolutely. And one thing I was pointing out to Owen before we jumped on right here is that this Quinnipiac team is one of those, um, I guess you would say, in the nicest way, more annoying teams in the sense that yep. everyone is good on this team. You know, there's not really one superstar, bright star player on this team. If you look at that, those scoring averages, you see they got three players averaging 10, no one more than that. Got a player averaging eight, seven, four, four, four. You know, just all around balanced scoring effort. So what that means is that you have to lock everyone down. You can't just, you know, focus on one. You know, Ryder does a good job at locking down the best player. Unfortunately now, they're all the best players. So got to have their work cut off for them tonight. Yeah, defensively, it is going to have to take a lot of work. And, we, you know, we like to talk about the defensive schemes that we like to run as well. Our Bronx having, you know, that classic man-to-man -man that we do usually run. And then we adopt the zone. But... If anybody remembers that one of the first times that we played Kinesis, we ran that um, attacking the ball type uh, type defense yep. there. We'd meet them at the ball, try to force them under pressure. I'm just curious to see how something like that would work against a team like this, where 
everybody is one of the good players. You know, if you shut down them and you try to get them to rush a little bit, you know, understand their play style a little better. You know, it could take us a long way, especially on the defensive end, when, and this is a huge threat, most of their players are six feet and up. Yeah. They've got, yeah. yeah, they've got a lot of height on this team here. This Quinnipiac team is huge. Yeah, looking at this game notes, I'm immediately thinking of you, Owen. If you look at it, they average 37.5 rebounds per game compared to our 30.3, so right there, yep. it's a seven rebound difference. So, you know, I know how much you stress the importance of rebounding. It's, it's going to be yeah. more important now than ever. Today is 100% going to be a test of winning that rebound game. And it's something that Coach Milgan stresses a lot trying to win. You don't want to give them a, uh, too many second chance baskets there, especially if you want to keep this a very close game. Quinnipiac, obviously a very good team, one of the best in the MAC. Cannot let them get away from us today. If we're going to keep it close, it's got to be close the entire game defensively and offensively. So the rebounding is really going to have to be there today. You know, shooters have to follow their shots. Our, forward, our, our big men down in the paint have to be able to jump for that ball and come down aggressively with it. Absolutely. Looking like the projected starting five, the same for Ryder. We got Mobley, Toussaint, Fireball, Toomey, and Schiffer. And then for Quinnipiac, we're looking at Jackie Grisdale, Rose Caverly, Mackenzie Deweese, Curtiera Haywood, and Michaela Morris. Michaela Morris and Curtiera Haywood both being 6'2", like you just mentioned there, yeah, Owen. So just a lot of height. I mean, they put me to shame, and I thought I was tall. <laughs> you got Michaela... Michaela Morris averaging, actually averaging seven rebounds on the season yeah. as well. So, like you said, going to have the work cut off for him tonight. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Jackie Grisdale during the proposed uh, projected starting lineup. Uh, during this nine-game winning streak, she's averaging 11.2 points per game. You know, it's not going to blow you outside of the water. But I would imagine 11.2 points will do the job if you're only allowing your opponents to score um, only 48 48.4 points that they have during this winning streak. Yeah, so. and that's the scary thing about this Quinnipiac team. I mean, when you've got nine wins and you're on such a hot streak like that, every, every game you're hungry for more. You, yep. you start getting addicted to that feeling of winning. So they are going to come out swinging today, and they're going to come out with the intent to win. So it's going to be very intense out there. They're going to probably be playing their best basketball, and if we want any chance of winning, we have to play our best basketball 110%. Cannot have any mistakes today. Yep. Absolutely. I think something really took forward in this matchup off the court is uh, two veteran coaches. you got Quinnipiac's coach, Trisha Fabry, in her 28th season, I might add, and then our very own Coach Milligan in her 16th season. Uh, speaking of Coach Milligan, I think we should head over to that coach's show and see what she has to say about I this agree. game. Oh, yeah, I, I, I would 100% agree. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro's campus traditions are underwritten by Sky Zone Hamilton. 17 Quaker Bridge Plaza Drive, Hamilton. Jump into the action at Sky Zone, the perfect place for spontaneous fun, parties, and events for people of all ages. Whether you're 4 or 40, Sky Zone has something for you. Parents, bring your growing kids to the brand new Little Ninja or Little Leapers program Sunday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. or leave the kids at home and bring your friends for the showdown of a lifetime. Ultimate Dodgeball. At Sky Zone, everyone is free to have fun like a little kid. With 12 different attractions and specialized programs, SkyZone has thought of it all to provide you with the most stress-relieving experience ever. Play to your strengths. Try SkyZone's Air Court, Parkour Blocks, Ninja Warrior Course, Free Jump, and more. The best part? Everyone is welcome. Glow all out every Friday and Saturday night at Glow with Laser Lights, Glow Lights, and a live DJ. For more information and to learn more about SkyZone Hamilton, Mercer County's premier indoor entertainment and recreation facility, it's skyzone.com forward slash Hamilton. 
The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by More Than Q. Route 1 North Princeton. Offering new twists and barbecue fusions to match and satisfy your modern cravings. Their devotion to their craft is what makes the perfect smoky meat and being sticklers for the perfect pairing. More Than Q has crafted homemade sauces to amplify your dining experience. Give your food more TLC with sauces like Carolina, Kansas City Sweet Belly, South Carolina Mustard, and Alabama White. All bottled in-house. Add that to the perfect southern side and get a taste of Texas cooking in Princeton. They have meat cooked by the pound, sandwiches, salads, sides, and desserts. More Than Q, bringing more to your barbecue. To find out more about More Than Q, it's GetForky.com. That's GetForky.com. Under restaurants. More Than Q, Texas-style barbecue in Princeton. It's almost time for the opening tip-off. Before we get underway on the hardwood, let's go outside the lines and outside the locker room of your Ryder University Lady Bronx. This, this is, is the Women's, Women's Basketball, Basketball Coaches, Coaches Clipboard, Clipboard featuring Ryder head coach Lynn Milligan. Howdy, everybody. My name is Owen McCarron. I'm joined by my co-host Ben Chanel, and we are back with another Women's Basketball Coaches show with Coach Milligan. Hello, guys. Doing really good today. Good. Uh, congratulations on that first, uh, well, that win yesterday against St. Yes. Peter's. Thank uh, you. Ben, if you just want to take it right away, go for it. Yep, so uh, Ryder took care of business against St. Peter's at home. At this point in the season, how important is it to take care of business at home? Huge. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we've been struggling at home um, this season. That's not a secret. So this late in the season, to be able to, to win a home game, um, I think, is a good step for us. We've got, you know, two or three more. So I think we needed to, to prove to ourselves that we can win on our home floor with, you know, the next two being home and then, you know, obviously our last one. So it's important. And, you know, in conference play, I mean, the old adage is you got to win at home and steal them on the road. And we've been kind of opposite, win them on the road and steal them at home. So we need to, we need to flip that around. So I think last night was a good, good step in that direction. Yeah, so last night the Bronx shot amazingly, shooting 49% from the field during the St. Peter's game. So we want to know, is this a result of just – making the shots or, you know, the offensive scheme that you guys had and getting better looks? Yeah, I I think it's a combination of both. I think we've been shooting the ball relatively well most of the season. Um, If you just go by the numbers, um, you know, the timing of our our shooting is is where we've gotten in trouble this year. But specifically for last night, you know, preparing for their 2-3 zone, um, I thought our team did a really good job of, of recognizing the looks that we worked in practice, um, recognizing that next pass. I thought we looked for each other extremely well last night, really set each other up um, and put each other in successful situations. Uh, so, yeah, once again, the Bronx were able to limit their opponent's best score, which goes. So uh, what goes into yeah. scouting a player to find out their weaknesses? Well, a lot of film work. It's a lot of um, tendencies. You know, mm-hmm. when, when you're watching film and you're specifically working on personnel, it's really about tendencies um, and trying to take them out of their comfort zone. Players tend to rely on, you know, their favorite move or their, you know, the side of the floor they like to catch it mm-hmm. on, you know, whether they're rip and go, whether they shoot a three, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's really about tendencies and trying to make people uncomfortable and force them into um, their weaknesses as opposed to their strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now looking forward to the Quinnipiac game coming up tomorrow, yeah. last time we played, we were only able to score about six points in the first quarter against yeah. them. So what is their attack strategy that they utilize to be able to shut us down? And then what's the plan to start counteracting Yeah, that? I mean, we have our hands full. There's no question. I mean, Quinnipiac's playing extremely well right now um they're probably the best defensive team in the league right now um yeah you know if you go back to that game I mean obviously nobody was at that game but we we were not at our best at that game you know we had a little couple little sicknesses we had some foul trouble we had we had a lot of things in that game that I think slowed us down from playing our best 
So I'm hoping that, you know, the buildup from last night, we lock in today in practice, get our game plan in, and we play Quinnipiac at our best tomorrow, which is what the goal is, because I don't think we did that last time. And they did a really good job of just kind of like neutralizing our offense. So for us, you know, on the offensive end, it's really going to have to be about the pace of our execution, um, setting screens, using screens, and take what they give us, not what we think we're going to get, but what they're actually going to give us. Yeah. So um, how does a team like Quinnipiac like attack uh, an opposing team's offense? Yeah, they're they're really deep. You know, mm-hmm. they have a, they have um, some veteran players that have kind of been there, done that. You know, they've got, um, you know, Michaela Morris has been an all-MAC player since she's been here. Mackenzie Deweese is back and makes a gigantic difference for them. Mm-hmm. She missed the whole first part of the season. Okay. Makes a huge difference for them. Um, then they have size, you know, C.T. Haywood and, and, and um, uh, their new, their new uh, transfer. My mind's blank right now. Um, but they have some size. They have some depth. Um, their guards are really solid. They have a fifth-year point guard like we do. Mm-hmm. So they're, ve- they're a very veteran team, um, and they play really confident basketball. So we've got to try and get them um, out of their rhythm. You know what I mean? We've got we've to make sure that we're taking away looks um, from Michaela Morris inside. We've got to make sure that we're not letting um, Grisdale get loose in that right corner because that's our best spot. Um, you know, so again, we know their tendencies, we know their personnel. It's it's stepping up and putting that game plan into play, of um, really just doing it for 40 minutes. It's not that we're not going to do it. It's just can we do it for 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've already mentioned that Quinnipiac is ranked as one of the top defensive teams in the yeah. MAC. So going into tomorrow's game, what is the defensive approach? You know, are they going to be running a zone? Will you be more yeah. aggressive on the ball movement? What is the plan? Yeah, I mean, they played us, man. They do have zone in their in their package. Uh, they've been using a little bit lately. They have a little bit of a 1-3-1 in their package as well. Um, you know, so we'll be ready for all of it. You know, I, what they really do a good job of, and you guys will notice, is they really try to keep you on one side of the floor. They do a really good job of just denying, rever- not necessarily denying reversals, but slowing down your reversals and, up there, we really ran our offense probably about 25 feet away from the basket. You know what I mean? Like, so we were very, uh, we weren't in a scoring situation a lot of times. So we're really going to have to do a good job of getting into our spots um, and make them guard us as threats all the time. Um, and we didn't do that up there. Yeah, obviously, uh, mm-hmm. Queen of Pac, you, know, you know, known for their defense. So, mm-hmm. um, they're they're not. They, I mean, they're good at offense, but yeah. it's not as good as their defense. So, do you yeah. see this as a way to kind of, you know, take advantage of them? Well, we're gonna have to control the pace. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to make sure that our offensive possessions are on point. You know, yeah. we're we're not gonna be able to to turn the ball over. You know, because the turnovers are gonna lead to buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got to be really fundamental tomorrow. We've got to be really diligent and disciplined in, in what we're running and how we're running it. And if the scores. 45 to 40, okay. I'll take that as long as we have the 45. Yep. You know what I mean? I mean, that's that's the way it could go. Um, but they're certainly capable. You know, they, they, they won last night scoring 75. Mm-hmm. So they're certainly capable of scoring high numbers. But if we can keep the game, um, let's say, in the 50s, um, I think we've got a good chance. Okay. That's going to be a tall task, but we're going to do our best. Yeah, and he just mentions uh, Quinnipiac's offensive performance. And one of their top scorers, Curtis Haywood, um, she's mm-hmm. definitely going to ha- uh, be a threat on the offensive end. So what is yeah. the game plan, or what is it about her that serves as a threat to the Bronx? Yeah, I mean, CT is uh, long. You know, she's really long, a lanky player. She loves to shoot the three. Um, she can really stretch the floor. She can play the three and four for them. So uh, we did a halfway decent job on her last time. You know, for her, it's it's really taken her off the line, you know, because she would much rather be on the perimeter. So if we can force her to put the ball on the, on the floor a little bit as opposed to taking that three, because she's a tough defend shooting the three because she's about 6'2". Uh, and gets her shot off pretty quick. So if we can make her uncomfortable by making her bounce the ball, that'll be in our favor. Yeah. 
So um, we mentioned on the post-game show um, that you guys are kind of working on one day's rest. So yeah. um, can you walk us through what goes on during that one day? Yeah, I mean, today, um, obviously, you know, a lot of the kids are off on Fridays, too. A lot of them, some of them have class. Everybody's done class by 1230, so we'll start at 130. Um, we'll start with um, film of Quinnipiac. We'll okay. start with just kind of a verbal scout, um, and then we'll get on the floor. Um, go through our stuff, go through their stuff, um, get our shots up, get some good recovery in, um, you know, for some of the players that obviously played some high minutes last night. Um, and a lot of it is, you know, the day in between. And it's, you know, it's that way all season long for every team. So it's sometimes it's different how you approach it. But um, a lot of it is mental. A lot of it is really making sure that that we're locked in on the game plan, that we understand it. Um, and then it's taking care of our bodies and making sure that physically we're in the best possible situation that we can put ourselves in tomorrow as well. Yeah, and we really, again, we really appreciate you coming on. We can't wait to be there with you tomorrow at Alumni Gym watching you guys defend the home court. And for me and Ben, that's all. Mm -hmm. Coach Milligan, awesome. thank you very much for coming on. You got it, guys. Take care. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Nassau Park, Princeton. What better way to cool off than with a refreshing drink from Tropical Smoothie Cafe? Made with only the freshest fruits and veggies, Tropical Smoothie Cafe in Princeton will always hit the spot. Start or end your day with a classic flavor like Sunrise, Sunset, or Island Green. Tropical Smoothie Cafe's impressive menu keeps it fun and flavorful with flatbreads, wraps, quesadillas, bowls, salads, and sides tailored to your taste. Dine in, take out, or order in for the whole crowd with catering services at tropicalsmoothiecafe.com and online orders using the Tropical Rewards app. Experience Tropical Smoothie Cafe not only for the amazing food and refreshing drinks, but also for the relaxing atmosphere, hospitality, and tropical fun. The closest Tropical Smoothie Cafe to Ryder University is at 645 Nassau Park Boulevard in Princeton. Get a taste of healthy happiness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Lawrence High School football and baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Bocelli Pizza. 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. As a business that began with the American dream, Bocelli Pizza is constantly raising the bar with their signature old family recipes and garlic sauces that feel like a home-cooked meal. Known for their crispy cupping pepperoni, one-of-a-kind Bocelli rolls, and artisan pizzas, Bocelli Pizza screams delicious. Their menu is bursting with your favorite dishes, including pasta, baked wings, fresh salad, salads, stromboli, breadsticks, and desserts. With a diverse menu sporting gluten-free crust, they have options for your whole family. But if you can't make the trip, don't sweat it. Their catering and delivery services are ready to provide you the Bocelli experience. For more information on how you can receive 20% off your first order online, it's bocellipizza.com. That's bocellipizza.com. For the perfect pie and savory sides, dig into Bocelli Pizza at their only Mercer County location, 2098 Brunswick Avenue, Lawrenceville. Bocelli Pizza. Pizza done right. The national anthem has concluded and the ladies are taking their place on the court. Welcome to your home for Ryder Women's Basketball right here on WRRC2. Ryder Women's Basketball on 1077 The Bronx Retro is presented by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. For more information and to view their menu, go to B2Bistro.com. Hurry, there's not a moment to lose. Grab a seat and turn your volume up as we transition back to Owen McCarran, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito for today's game, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. 
You're listening to Ryder Women's Basketball only on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Once again, we are back live from Lawrenceville, New Jersey. The Bronx are going to take on the nine straight win Quinnipiac Bobcats. Tip off about to happen. Bronx wearing their white jerseys, Bobcats wearing their navy. They got their work cut off for them tonight. Tip off just moments away, back at the perfect time right there. Great intro, Ben. Thank you very much. And Quinnipiac taking that half court line first right now. Ryder still meeting. Final words from Sophia tomorrow. It's a pretty big game for them today. If they can win this, they'd definitely prove a huge. point about Ryder yeah. basketball here. That'll be a huge way to gain some momentum here at the later stages of the season. Only got, what, three or four more games after yeah. this? So. The home stretch is that we got Morris versus Toomey tip off right here. And the game is just about to get underway. And that'll be Quinnipiac winning the tip. All right, That's number 22, Mackenzie DeWeese just keeping it in bounds. And we see Schiffer guarding up on number 21, Jackie Grisdale. Now Caverly with the ball. Caverly dishing it to number 15, Criteria Highwood. Now again, we see DeWeese with the ball. DeWeese jump shot is off. Rebound to St. All you got to do is put the hand in the face, and you'll be surprised with how much that impacts the shot. And now PG1 getting her first touch of the game. First possession for the Ryder Bronx. Dishing it to Toomey. Toomey to Toussaint. Toussaint pass fake. Dishes it to Fireball. Fireball down low to Toomey in the paint. Gotta Toomey work, hook shot is work. up and off. Rebound Caverly. And so far, not a, not a terrible start from Ryder. I really like what I'm seeing so far just in those two possessions, offensively and defensively. Mm -hmm. Now Caverly holding on to that ball still. Guarded by Schiffer. Dishing it to number 15, Haywood. And now a shot by number 21. Grisdale is up and off. It's re rebounded by Toomey and handed off to Schiffer. Good job there. Now Schiffer. Kicking to Mobley. A lot of perimeter ball movement right now for the Bronx. Schiffer trying to size up Grisdale. Will instead dish it back to Mobley to reset. 14 on the shot clock. Mobley to Toomey near that free throw line. Toomey trying to go to work. Picks up her dribble. Dishes it to Fireball. Shot clock winding down. Seven to go. Fireball dishing it down low to Toomey. Toomey loses possession. Regains it. Shot is up. Yeah. And they're going to call that. I fell on to me. It'll be what? Quinnipiac ball. That looked pretty clean to me, but you know I'm a yeah. It looked fan. clean to me. It was a pretty good look as well. Just a little bit too high. To me, you know, tipped it off there. I mean, if she had caught that the first time and came down with it, I mean, you'd probably yeah. avoid that foul. But so far, Ryder did really good stuff here. Looking like Caverly getting the PG duties for Quinnipiac to start this one. She's guarded by Fireball. This is that to Deweese. Deweese now down low to Morris. Morris fadeaway jumper way off. Rebound to me. Yeah, like I said in the pregame coaches show, Winnipeg's not going to wow you with their offense. You know, they're they're middle of the pack offensively. And Schiffer mid-range jumper is good. Yeah, Ryder getting on the board first. It's their defense that's going to win them. Yeah, and you can see just through the stat sheet, looking at the numbers, that, you know, it, it doesn't lie. What Jared said, everybody on this team can average a pretty good amount of points. So Here you see Hayden with the ball at the perimeter, dishing it back to Caverly. Caverly, shot fake. Now it's Grisdale with the ball, guarded closely by Schiffer. Grisdale trying to lose Schiffer right now. Double teamed by, by Toomey and Schiffer. Now Caverly back with the ball. Shot clock winding down. Four to go. Caverly driving in on fireball. Tough layup is way off. Rebound to Saint. Dishes it to Mobley. Now Mobley pushing the tempo. Mobley go. has numbers down the court. Dishes it back to fireball. Fireball three-pointers up. And off the top of the backboard. You know, amazingly, especially with the size and height advantage that Quinnipiac has, we have not seen much work down in the paint. Everything so Man, far has true. been a jump shot. True. Yeah, just a... 2-0 ball game with 7.20 here to go in this one. See Grisdale with the ball. 
Dishing it to number 21. No, sorry, Grisdale now gets the layup, and that is good. So it's finally a tie game here. Pinopiak finally getting their first points of the game. Let's see if the Bronx here can create a good basket here. Let's see if they can just just that. Mobley handing off to Fireball. A fireball to Toussaint. Toussaint near that top of the key. Dishes it to Toomey. Low dish. Toomey, great pass to Toussaint down low. Toussaint work. trying to go up with it. Guarded very closely by Morris. And it'll be a jump ball. Possession rider. A really good aggression there from Toussaint uh, down there in the paint. But that's just a rough one, you know? You got Morris right on you. Pretty good size, pretty good height. Looks pretty strong, too, so... Let me see tear that ball right out of Toussaint's hands. And then speaking of high right here, we got the even taller Baskerville subbing in for Morris. There's not fireball. Two to go on the shot clock. Mobley has to get up a shot. Doesn't do it. Shot clock violation. Don't think Ryder realized that they only had four seconds on the shot clock right there. Yeah, just not a lot of court awareness right there displayed by the Bronx. Couldn't really create anything in time. Got to bounce back here. Here's Caverly with the ball bringing it up again. Some off ball moving by Deweese. She gets the ball. This is a down low to Baskerville. Baskerville cross court pass to 15. Haywood. Haywood thought about taking a good pickup by Mobley. Ooh. Mobley suffocating defense on Haywood. And they're going to call it oh. a five in the key. So it'll be rider possession. There you go. Really good job there. I mean, the aggressiveness on the defense from both Mobley there. Yeah, that's what they got to do here. They want a chance. Yeah, I mean, you, you just suffocate them. You know, you don't yep. let them get a good pass. Everyone around you does their job and takes away the lane. So you're going to get a good turnover like that. Yep. And one thing that we are going to have to take advantage of today is not turning over the ball. It's one thing that we cannot do. Absolutely. After that, Aaron possession, Haywood subbed out in favor of Ella O'Donnell. See Toomey with the ball in the perimeter. Fireball. Shot fake. Nice. Download to Toomey. Great pass. Layup is up and good. 4 2 ball game. Rider leading. There's that movement we talked about. You see Toomey come up to the top of the key and set a perfect screen for Fireball. Just a little back cut action. Fireball doesn't even need to take that shot. She's got Toomey wide open on yep. the rim. It's a great play. O'Donnell first touch of the game. Now we see Baskin with the ball. That's two Grisdale. Grisdale three-pointer up. Bang. Good. Yeah, That's a wide open look. Yes, he's been red hot during this win streak. Bronx got to keep a good, good eye on her. Quinnipiac taking their first lead of the game. 5-4 ball game. 4.38 to go in the first. We see Toomey guarded by Baskerville at the perimeter. Now it's back to Mobley. Toomey setting a screen for Mobley. Mobley trying to drive past, dishes it back to Toomey. Now fireball with the ball. Shot fake, guarded by Grace Labarge. Shot by Schiffer is off. Rebound O'Donnell. Not a bad look there. I appreciate how much they are still moving the ball around. It's something that we weren't sure we were going to see, depending on... Uh, oh. Another three up and good by Jackie Grisdale. She's on fire to start this one. Yeah, but it was something that we weren't going to see depending on Quinnipiac's defensive scheme here, but I do like the fact that we're still moving around pretty quickly here. And now Mobley trying to answer right now. A couple of unanswered buckets by Quinnipiac. 8-4 ball game. Toomey has the ball down low. Up with an easy layup. Count it. She's got the first six for the Bronx. Really good job. The team's doing a really good job of finding her down low, especially open as well. Cavalry bringing up the ball. Dishes it to the red-hot Grisdale. Now it's Grisdale to O'Donnell. And an air pass by O'Donnell, uh, excuse me, Labarge. Ends up in the stands and it'll be Bronx ball. That ball went flying into the stands. Almost took out some Bronx faithfuls over there. Yeah, we got a little timeout right here. So we got an 8-6 ball game, 4.38 to go here in the first. We'll be right back with more Bronx basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2B Strong Bar. 
where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bay Builder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Reading, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. The Bronx Lunchbox and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by PJ's Pancake House. With locations in Lawrenceville, West Windsor, Robbinsville, Ewing, Kingston, and Princeton. PJ's is the hot spot for all things breakfast. They've been committed to bringing you the best pancakes since 1962. But if you thought that was all PJ's had to offer, well, they're not just breakfast anymore. Along with a carefully curated breakfast menu available all day, PJ's Pancake House has expanded the menu to include lunch and dinner. Grab a drink, order lunch or dinner, and even a dessert from the ever-expanding menu, including artisan flatbreads, sliders, Texas toast, grilled cheese, tacos, and dinner classics. The next time you pop into PJ's, try 1077 The Bronx Bowls and tell us what you think, because proceeds benefit us. And PJ's Pancake House just keeps growing. Check out PJ's 7th location coming soon to Hamilton. Start your day with breakfast, then end your day with happy hour and dinner at the perfect pancake place, featuring comfort foods for the whole family. PJ's Pancake House, more than pancakes. To see their menu online, it's getforky.com. 1077 The Bronx Retro's Got Game. This is my high sim card for your Lady Bronx. Listen to all of our rider home games and select road games this season on Odyssey and only on WRRC2. You're listening to Rider Women's Basketball only on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Thanks for bringing us back in. in the game in just a second here. Get away from Manamobley. Get away from Manamobley. It's a Bronx half possession. Start. 6-8, fellas. I know it's only the first period, but hey, we like what we're seeing so far. We were talking off air for a second there. As It's not a bad game right now. I'm actually really liking what I'm seeing from the Bronx today in terms yeah. of offense. And defensively, they're doing a pretty good job as well, shutting them down. I mean, you look at who is it? Griswold got all their points right now. Grisdale got <laughs> all their points right now. So, I mean, coming off of the hot streak, I'd imagine she'd still be hungry. But, you know, once we learn to deal with her, this game, this, this will be a pretty close game. As now that pass is stolen by Labarge. Labarge has one to beat. Great defense by Mobley. Labarge recovers, dishes it to O'Donnell on the paint. O'Donnell layup up and good. 10-6 ball game. Yeah, Amanda Mobley did what she had to do there, which is stop that fast break. Just couldn't complete the job. Pass to Schiffer, wide open in that corner. Shot is up, just off. That'll be another rebound for Grisdale. And now Grisdale pushing the tempo. Labarge wide open for three. Shot is up and good. Oh, Count it. Man. This is where the Bobcats start laying it on here. So the Bronx got to control this as much as they can before they have to use another timeout. Bronx yeah, trying to get their bad. first points. Toussaint uh, layup up and blocked by Baskerville. But it's recovered by Toussaint. Another tough layup up and good. She recovers. She gets that ball back and goes yep. straight back up to the rim with it. You know, it's a bit of a momentum killer, that last steal. I mean, right when you yeah. come back in the game, and you know, they get a steal right off the bat, take it down for a quick fast break. That's rough. First we're seeing of Mackenzie Helms in the game right now. She dishes it to O'Donnell. Now it's Grisdale driving in. 
Great pass down low to Baskerville. Baskerville fumbles, dishes it back out. Right now it's Grisdale, tough three-pointer up by Grisdale. Just off, rebound Baskerville. Oh, it's over the back. Mobley hits the dish, and it'll be Bronx ball. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it definitely looked like she was coming straight over the back of Amanda Mobley there. Can't do that. Not too sure how we didn't get a call for that one. But okay, I'll take the turnover. Here there you go. Bubble my. There you go. Is now we see Mobley bringing that ball up. 13-8 ball game. 3-13 to go in the first. Mobley deep pass to Toussaint in that left corner. Double team by LaBarge and Helms. Now Schiffer with the ball, dishing it back to Mobley. Now cut by Toussaint. Reverse layup oh, is off, but she'll be fouled. She'll go to the line for yeah. two. A lot of contact there on the layup. Fellas, I don't know if anybody saw that, but uh, a very, I mean, very wide open Michaela Fireball, wide open right outside the key on the wing. Yeah, yeah no one in the vicinity right there. I'm not sure how our team didn't see that. I do appreciate, you know, finding the ball's way down to the paint, trying to get that easy layup. I mean, you're sending a really good shooter to the line here, but uh, it just seems like a wasted look. It's now Morris and Caverly back in the game for Quinnipiac, and first you're seeing Molly Lynch in this one. She checks in for Jessica Schiffer. To stay at the line for two. When Molly Lynch can give us her two-for-two two day from three. Toussaint's first shot is off. 13-8 ball game, 3-0-3 to go in the first. Toussaint trying to make it a four-point ball game with this free throw. Shot is up, and she does just that. Four-point ball game. All right, we'll take those. And now Helms bringing up the ball. Guarded by Molly Lynch. Helms dissing it to O'Donnell. Now O'Donnell to LaBarge. LaBarge guarded by Fireball. Little handoff to Morris, and now Caverly with the ball. Caverly trying to get past Mobley and Toomey, doesn't. Right here we see number 44, Helms with the ball. Guarded closely by Fireball. 10 on the shot clock. Nothing giving for Quinnipiac right now. Caverly calls for a screen on Mobley. Mobley fights through it. Four on the shot clock right now. Great defense by the Bronx. Caverly suffocated right now. Tough three-pointer by O'Donnell is up and off. Rebound to Saint. She's fighting for it and gets it. That's Rafi Toussaint right there. The silent weapon. Yeah, again, that, that's that aggressiveness that we need for the rebounds mm -hmm. today. So really good job to her. Exactly. She came out of nowhere and just tore that ball right out. Toomey now with the ball after a great defensive possession. Kicks it to Toussaint, to, to, to now Lynch. Lynch to fireball, back to Lynch. Ryder trying to work around that perimeter. Mobley, deep three-pointer is up, uh, and it's off. Toomey rebound. rebound. Toomey fighting for it. Hook shot is up and good. Off-balance, for an off-balance mid-range right at the low block there. That's a good shot. Yeah, I love these rebounds so far. Jumping up, being aggressive, and don't letting the offense have an easy day at work. O'Donnell, yeah. shot fake in that paint. Now we see Helms crossing over fireball, trying to get a tough shot up. Shot is way off. Rebound Molly Lynch. <laughs> it's about the defense today. We are playing really well right now. I love right this. Now. I love this. Is now Molly Lynch has the ball at the perimeter, kicks it to Toussaint. Toussaint three-pointer up, oh, and no. it's off. Rebounded by Helms. Bronx go for the lead there. And now Helms dishing it to Caverly. Caverly down low to Morris, guarded by Toomey. Back to Caverly. Caverly, mid-range jumper is up and good. 15-11 game, 1-16 to go here in this first. Bronx trailing. Molly Lynch bringing up the ball. Guarded by Helms. Lynch strolling over to that right wing. Pass fake. Dishes it down low to Toussaint. Toussaint, mid-range jumper is up. Count it. Easy, easy. Really good shot there by Toussaint. I like that. Easy look, takes advantage of it, and cashes it in for two. I feel like we don't really see many pull-up jumpers from mid-range on our side of the court as well. So. Yeah, we don't. Now LaBarge with the ball, kicks it to Morris. Morris guarded by the smaller Mobley. We see Caverly with the ball, trying to drive in. Fireball, great defense. Caverly with the ball again in the left wing. Excuse me, right wing. 
Now Caverly driving in on Toomey. Dishes it back out to the perimeter. O'Donnell, no. tough mid-range jumper is good. Wow. With Molly Lynch's hand in her face, he's still able to get the shot off and get it in. Shot clock now turned off. Mobley with the ball, 20 to go in this first. Will the Bronx hold for this final possession down four? Let's see it. Let's find out right here. 14 on the shot clock. Toomey with the ball in the perimeter. Toomey looking to dish it. Back to Mobley, she does. Seven on the shot clock. Cross-court pass to Molly Lynch is off. It'll be Quinnipiac ball with 5.3 seconds in the first. I don't want to say it, guys, but that is 0 for 3 on getting the final possession and final bucket in a period that we have played. Mm -hmm. Last time we played St. Peter's, we wasted two different possessions when we had the ball at the end of the period. It's just You got to be able to convert on those. You cannot let those go to waste. Not right there is Hyacinth and Brunchester in the game. Quinnipiac pushing the tempo. One to go on the shot clock. And they're going to call that, not too short there, some type of a backcourt violation, I think, on Quinnipiac. So. Oh, I thought it was double. I thought it was double. Really a little carry action. I saw her doing that thing with her hand. I believe they rule it a backcourt. So it's 17-13, 1.7. Bronx get the ball on their right. side of the court. Let's see it. Potential to get a shot up right here. Molly Lynch gets it and throws up a prayer. It's way off. 17-13 ball game heading into the second year. Bronx trailing Quinnipiac by four. We'll be right back with more. Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Health 411 Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Capital Health. If someone you loved was sick, how far would you go to make sure they got the best care? Your mother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbor, your son? How far would you go for doctors who will meet with you longer so they really get to know you and who collaborate across disciplines so that they can devise a plan of care that's uniquely right for you? There's no doctor too far, no care too distant, that you wouldn't go there. And for more than 100 years, so has Capital Health. From our hospitals in Trenton and Hopewell, to our primary care offices all across Mercer, Bucks, and Burlington counties, to right here at Ryder University, Capital Health has the team of doctors, nurses, experts, specialists, and staff that you can count on to care as much about your loved ones as you do. Because you'd go to the ends of the earth if someone you loved was sick. And so do we, Capital Health. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten in part by Thai Chalk Chalk, the official Asian food truck of 1077 The Bronx. Want a taste of Asian and Thai cuisine? Look no further than the Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck, a mobile caterer service offering authentic Thai food and Southern-style Thai beverages. Using only the freshest produce, the Thai Chalk Chalk menu features the best Asian cuisine found on four wheels. From veggie steamed rice with chicken to traditional pad thai. For a complete food truck schedule online, try their website at Thai Chalk Chalk Food Truck Com or follow them on Facebook to try their drunken dog and chili loaded fries they roll into town. Get a taste of Thai Chalk Chalk fan favorites such as their super hot and spicy drunken noodles, cool and refreshing hibiscus tea, and Wan Yen for dessert. Order online to enjoy Thai Chalk Chalk at home or to have your next event catered by their delicious food truck so everyone can experience Thai Chalk Chalk's authentic dishes. For mobile Thai food at its best, the first choice is always the right choice. Thai Chalk Chalk. Hey, it's forward Sophie Blanches. My family and my Bronx family listen to me make the big shot online on 1077 Bronx Retro, WRRC2. You can listen to Ryder Basketball along with my family at 1077thebronc.com. We're back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. And after a pretty good first period here, scores looking at 17 to 13. Put Piak to Ryder. It's not bad. It is definitely not the gap we expected to see. So really proud of these girls right now for what they're putting on. They, they seem to start to be figuring it out a little bit better, what they need to be doing offensively and defensively. But I do want to comment on coming back into that first period after that long time out there. 
giving up a turnover right away is terrible for the momentum. It's terrible for the energy on the court. Absolutely. And look what it did right away. It gave them a little bit of an upper hand. They started getting hot. They were making their shots. You saw them pull away by as much as uh, nine points at one point right there when they came back. Luckily, we were, we were able to cut that down, and thank God we were. Owen, I want to tell you a special stat. I'm going to knock on it before saying it. After that first, your Bronx are winning the rebound battle 10 to 4. Okay, now knock on wood. Knock on wood. Let's yeah. keep that up. It's something we talked about a lot. We're going to talk about it every game. It's the rebounding game. Coach Milligan has talked a lot about how she's starting to see it come through a little bit. They almost won the rebounding game with our last away game. And as you see, the, the more we continue to play, especially at home with this energy, the closer and closer we are to winning that rebound game. Clear up the cast possession first. We see Grisdale with the ball. Dishing it to number 22, Deweese. Deweese back to Grisdale. Screened by Morris. Grisdale trying to get loose. Grisdale gets past Hyson. Now back to Morris. Tough mid-range jumper by Morris is off. Rebound fireball. First time we're seeing Sophie Bruinches in the game today. Sophie Bruinches and Hyacinth in the game for the Bronx, along with Lynch, fireball, and Toussaint. Toussaint now with the ball, dishing it to Hyacinth. Hyacinth guarded by Caverly. See Toomey waiting to check back in. Deep three-pointer by fireball is off. Wow. Bruinches fighting for the board, can't come down with it. Rebound, Haywood. Yeah, Bronx so far, 0 for 6 from 3. Now Caverly yelling, calling a play for her team. You see Deweese with the ball right now, trying to dish it down low to Morris. Morris going to work on Bruinches. Tough layup up and good by Morris over Bruinches. All right, all right. Now Lynch will slow things down for the Bronx. One minute into the second quarter. Lynch guarded by Grisdale. Not too sane with the ball. Hyson fumbling it, recovers. 17 on the shot clock. Hyson driving past the whole Quinnipiac team. Layup off, rebound Morris. Yeah, something I do like about Hyson again is her versatility, but just finishing at the rim in general is something that she's going to have to be able to improve on if she's going to be like that. And that's Haywood trying to go to work in the paint. Shot is off, rebound Molly Lynch. Now Molly Lynch thought about possibly being a little aggressive right here, but will slow things down for the Bronx. Looking at Coach Milligan for a nice play call right now. Molly Lynch handoff to Hyacinth. Hyacinth guarded by the smaller Grisdale. Now Bruinches with the ball. First we've seen her touch the ball on the offensive side. Bruinches will dish it back to Hyacinth. Ten on the shot clock. Bruinches fumbles it, dishes it back to Fireball. Fireball fighting off the screen. Fireball, four to go on the shot clock. Molly Lynch with the ball. Molly Lynch driving in. Tough shot is sent back by Morris. It'll be a shot clock violation. Yeah, it looks like the Bobcats definitely adjusted at the end of the first quarter. Not making the Browns' job any more easier. Yeah, looking so. like Coach Milligan might not have been a fan of that. Makes three substitutions right there after that play. Yeah. See Jessica Schiffer, Mobley, and Toomey checking into the game. They're here alongside Fireball and Hyacinth. And now Caverly has the ball with a six-point Quinnipiac lead. Dishing it to Haywood. Haywood, the much smaller Schiffer on her right now. As that's going to be a foul, I believe, on Schiffer. Who's trying to contain Haywood from getting into that paint. It looked like there was just a bit of an off-ball screen there that Schiffer was trying to, you know, get around. Switch mans with my eyes and that, but I'm not too sure if I really saw anything foul-worthy. No, not at all. So now we're officially two minutes into the second quarter. Caverly with the ball with 16 on the shot clock. Bronx switching on every screen right now. Haywood dishing it down low to Morse. Morse trying to go to work on Toomey. Kicks it back to that corner. Shot fake. Right now, Morse. Shot is way off off the side of the backboard, but Haywood fighting for the board, as is Deweese. Caverly gets it. And that's a shot clock violation. Bronx possession. Great defensive possession there by the Bronx. Keeping their hands up, grabbing at the ball, but not reaching in. That's all we got to do on the defensive end to make a big impact. Seeing aggressive defense by both teams right here early on. It's now Fireball getting a little PG-1 duties, bringing up the ball. 
haven't seen that in a while. And it's an Aaron pass to Toomey. Maybe that's why she doesn't get the PG1 He just took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Not Toomey, the best <laughs> But Toomey's fouled right there, thankfully. It'll remain in Bronx possession. As we see Baskerville checking in for Knipiak, for Morris. And Molly Lynch checking into the game for Maya Hyacinth. 7.31 to go here in this second. Mobley inbounding, dishes it to Fireball. Fireball, quick mid-range jumper wow. is off. Rebound Baskerville. And now Caverly pushing that tempo a little bit. She'll dish it to Grisdale in the corner. Quick three-pointer by Grisdale is off. Mobley fighting for the rebound. And it'll be Quinnipiac ball. Mobley deflects it. They're doing a really good job on the defensive end right now, Quinnipiac, of getting those rebounds, especially after every shot that Ryder's been taking so far. It's, just, it's really hard to start getting those buckets, especially when you're taking good quick shots and you just can't come down with a good rebound. As you see Caverly inbounding. Tough pass right there. Grisdale comes down with it. Back to Caverly now. 17 on the shot clock. Caverly will dribble up. Back to the top of the key to reset. Now we see Baskerville with the ball. Baskerville kicks it to Haywood. Haywood to Deweese. Now back. Good. And it's balls on the ground right now. And they're going to call that a jump ball. That's great awareness by Michaela Fireball and Jessica Schiffer. And it'll be Bronx ball. A lot of bodies here in the floor here at the alumni gym. Bodies sailing all over the place yeah. these balls. I don't know if you heard that. A really hard hit on the floor right there. I'm not sure who yeah, hit the dish right there. I think it was Deweese. Yeah. Luckily, she's all right. Looking a little bit shaken up. It's Molly Lynch brings up the ball. Three minutes into the second. Lynch guarded by Caverly. Now Mobley with the ball. Guarded by Grisdale. Screened by Toomey. Great pass from Mobley to Toomey. And it'll be another jump ball. Back-to-back -back possessions. It'll be Quinnipiac possession. Well, the one thing about the Bronx floor, I did some research. The Bronx floor is like rock solid, but at other basketball facilities in the NBA and all around, they kind of have a softer materials, which allows players to fall and not get hurt. But the Bronx floor is rock solid. Yeah. Keep an eye out for there. Caverly dishes it down low to Baskerville. Baskerville trying to go up with it in the paint. Great post moves. Shot is off. Rebound to me. And now Mobley. On her horse right here, tough pass stolen by Grisdale. Grisdale. And now Quinnipiac has numbers down the court. Caverly dishing it to Baskerville in the paint. And that pass is stolen by Fireball. Grisdale. Mobley will slow things down a little bit right here after yeah. that crazy possession. Did a little Darius Slay impression right there with that <laughs> interception. Is now Molly Lynch with the ball. Seeing a lot of off-ball movement by Mobley right here. Not really running PG1 right now. Now Mobley. This is it to Toomey. Toomey trying to go to work on Baskerville. Tough layup is up and off, but she's fouled to go to the line for two. Yeah, Toomey's lucky she got fouled there because it looks like she did that shot just to get fouled. Absolutely. Now we have exactly six minutes to go in the second. Still haven't seen too much score in here. Bronx actually still looking for their first bucket of the second, four minutes in. Let's see if Toomey can get them on the board here. First free throw by Toomey is up and uh, off. Bronx still looking for that first point in the second. Yeah, right yeah. out there, unlucky. These free buckets are going to be ones that you're going to have to be able to take advantage of. Second shot up by Toomey. Uh, off as well. Oh. Bronx remains scoreless in the second. Caverly rebound. She has the ball guarded by Molly Lynch. Now Caverly will dish it. Picks up her dribble. Nothing given right now. We'll dish it to Morris in the paint. Morris pass fake, dishes it back to Caverly to reset. 15 on the shot clock. Caverly's calling for a screen. Great dribble moves around the screen. Jump shot up by O'Donnell is good. 21-13 ball game. 
Easy shot there for the Bobcats. No defender anywhere near her. Nine times out of 10, a D1 basketball player is gonna make that shot. Bobcats still shutting out the Bronx here in the second. Bronx looking for their first points. Tough pass to Toussaint Shipper, in the paint. Toussaint fighting Shipper. for it. And they're gonna say she travels in the paint. Bit of a weird call right there. She's just trying yeah. to fight for the ball. Yeah, she was getting held there. Yeah. Not much you can do there if you're Rafael Toussaint. Yeah, I feel like that whistle was blown in the wrong direction there, especially yeah. with the situation that it was. Now Cavalier with the ball. See Grisdale. It's been a red hot early on in this one. Morris. And she travels now. Very blatant travel, I would say. I think it's imperative that the Bronx get a bucket here on this possession and because we're running out of time here, about four minutes and 54 seconds into this second period. Yeah, exactly halfway. Still scoreless. Don't like to see that. Yeah, Defense playing well. Offense not matching. Schiffer with the ball, guarded by Caverly. Schiffer. Will dish it to Toomey. Toomey not a Lynch. Lynch trying to shake LaBarge. Now Schiffer. Step back. Ooh. Thought about pulling the three. Doesn't. And that ball. Ball. is another jump ball, but it'll be Bronx possession this time. That's already the third jump ball we've seen this quarter, fellas. Yeah, I mean, these reps are calling jump balls very quickly. I mean, that ball may have been in both people, in both players' hands for about <laughs> a second, I would say. An easy second. And I mean, the thing about that is y y it's still, it's too early to judge if the ball is actually going to be held or just yeah. be let go. Gotta you gotta it. give it more than a second. I'll say five seconds. You gotta allow Enough. the fight for it. There's certain clear jump balls where both teams are grabbing and pulling at it, but on that one, Jessica Shiver clearly still has possession of it and yeah. happens to run into one of the players. And keep in mind, this player you know, wraps herself around, trying not to budge, but still not really grabbing at the ball. So calling that a jump ball to me just seems really meh stupid. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're really just following what the rule is, which, you know, you get four hands in the ball and it's a jump ball, but there's a couple of these possessions where I don't even know if there's four hands in the ball, and then, you know we're just being called immediately. Yeah, and I just I just don't necessarily think it's fair to call that one a, right there a, a jump ball either, considering how quickly it was out of the hand. I mean, you saw the play continue right as the whistle was blown and the ball was gone. It was up in the air, so that really could have been anybody's ball. Yep. Absolutely, we got a 21-13 ball game right here. 4:43 to go in this second. Your Bronx unfortunately trailing by eight. Stay here during this time. I'll break a look at some of the stats right now. Leading score for Quinnipiac is Grisdale with 10. And then the only two scores, excuse me, three scores for the Bronx are Toomey, Toussaint, and Schiffer. Yeah, it's really not a great day for uh, scoring today, I guess. Not many of our players being able to actually put up numbers. They obviously Jessica Schiffer, Toomey, and Toussaint, like you said. Toomey down there having a day in the paint, going three for four, Toussaint. Not a performance that we've been used to recently. You don't really see her coming out and having numbers like this. Obviously, one for two from the free throw, two for five from the field goal, but it's based on the trend that we've been seeing with Raffaella Tucson, uh, this is not what we would expect to see today. Absolutely, yeah, I and mean, you know, obviously, Bronx, big donut so far in the second, zero points, but something on the bright side there is they've helped Quinnipiac only to four, so if that offense can just match the defensive in intensity, we're in for a really good game here. Yes, we are, I 100% agree. Bronx still 0 for 6 from 3. That's one of the main sources of their offense. Definitely was during that St. Peter's game. So I'm not saying that you start chucking on threes, but if they're there, you got to try to make them. And we've we've seen the Bronx. Been a couple of just, missed looks as well. Yeah, just throw away like perfectly open jump shots too. Yeah, absolutely. We've seen a couple of uh, 
possessions where Michaela Fireball is open in the perimeter, doesn't get the ball. A couple of rare Aaron passes by Mobley as well. Yeah, I think that little football throw, that baseball toss from top of the key all the way to one of the bottom corners. It's a bit of a questionable pass, especially with the, the stage of the game that we're in right now. I mean, you see her do that uh, twice. One of them ended up you know, running out of bounds. The other one gets intercepted, and they're going the other way. And here we are, back with basketball action. It'll be Bronx possession. Looking like Mobley will inbound underneath the basket. Seven on the shot clock, 4.43 to go in the second. Eight-point ball game, Bronx trailing. And here we are, Mobley inbounding. Mobley looking, waiting for someone to get open. Dishes it to Toomey. Toomey bobbled it, stolen by Morris. And now Caverly has the ball, has numbers down the court. Great defense by Mobley, stopping it from getting to the wide open Grisdale. Now we see Morris with the ball, dishing it to LaBarge. Now back to Caverly. Caverly slowing things down for her team. Dishing it to O'Donnell. O'Donnell trying to get it down low, doesn't. Now LaBarge gets it down low to Morris. Morris going to work on Toussaint. Tough layup is up and good. 10-point ball game, Quinnipiac leading. Bronx kind of giving away that possession right out of the timeout. Coach Milligan definitely had a play in mind, but the Bronx has turned it over. Bronx still looking for their first points in this second. As Toussaint has the ball on that left wing, guarded by O'Donnell, now Mobley. Going through the Toomey screen. Mobley dishes it back to Toussaint. Toussaint, jab step, deep three-pointer is up, and good, there it is. Your first points of the second for the Bronx. And now Caverly bringing up the ball, dishing it to O'Donnell. LaBarge, back to the Red Hawk Grisdale. A lot of ball movement in the perimeter right now for the Bobcats. Morris down low with the ball, been having herself a day. Dishes it back up top to Caverly, 10 on the shot clock. Screen by Morris, Caverly trying to get past her. Great pass from Caverly to Morris. Another bucket for Morris in the paint. What a pass by Caverly leading for, uh, Morris right to the basket. Yeah, that play was just really well done, really well executed as well. Those back cuts are gonna kill us, especially yep. with a, a player down there like Morris. And now 3-10 to go in the second. Toussaint with the ball, gets very clearly fouled by LaBarge, and the refs do see it. He's gonna be very upset if that wasn't called. Oh my goodness. Bit Good of an elbow to the gut right there. Rafael is now the Bronx leading scorer with eight points. If it wasn't for Rafaela Toussaint, where would we be? Absolutely. This season. I mean, she's just, we say it every broadcast, but she's she's just been such a weapon the last couple months for the Bronx. Absolutely has. Is now Mobley guarded by Helms. Caverly will get a little bit of rest. Mobley crossing up Helms right now. Dishing it to Fireball. Fireball three-pointer is up. Bang! Nice. Really good shot to kill Fireball right there. That's the look that we're talking about. When you see Michaela Fireball wide open, you gotta make sure that you're at least giving her the look to see if you can get her the ball. 25-19 game, Morris now, ball, low paint again. Morris going to work, hook shot is up. This time it's off, rebound to me. All right, here we go. Bronx got some momentum here, coming on them, scoring on back-to-back -back possessions. Let's see, Moley will slow things down a little bit. Hand off to Fireball. Fireball, working through some screens. Kicks it to Toomey, Toomey down low to Toussaint, and Toussaint is fouled nice. by O'Donnell. All right. So Bronx getting a little bit of momentum here, just like you mentioned, Ben. As Deweese will check in for Morris. Morris having a good second quarter. A couple of buckets to the paint. Yeah, I mean, this is a very big play right here, especially with the momentum they have. They're only down by six now. Period is winding down, so keep the momentum high. Ooh, geez, that was a long Tough pass. pass from Mobley to Schiffer right on the money. Those are the passes that we've seen being intercepted all game today. Yeah. Now fireball, tough mid-range jumper is off. Yeah, that was great sure defense that by Grisdale. 
And what are they going to, they're going to call that a foul on the barge right there on the rebound attempt. So it'll remain Bronx possession. On the rebound. I think I just huh. heard that Quinnipiac fan up there slam the bleacher. It's a little, might be a little excessive right there. Just a, <laughs> just a foul call. You know, he's clearly not happy about that one. To be fair, if I were a Quinnipiac fan, I just don't understand what happened. I mean, Coach Fabry, I mean, she just let out, like, bloody murder over there on the sideline. Absolutely. It looked like a pretty clear foul right there. My goodness. The barge pushing off and seeing some yelling from the stands, too, as Toomey's first free throw is up, and it is good. Nice. Now just a five-point Quinnipiac lead, 2.19 to go in the second. Toomey trying to go two for two from the line. Shot is up. She does just that. There it is. Four-point ball game. It's got a real casual free throw shot. I like it. Is now Morris immediately back in the game. Got about a two-second rest. And Helms trying to go to work on Schiffer. See O'Donnell with the ball right now. Kicks it to Deweese, guarded by Fireball. Now Morris with the ball in the paint down low. She's been dangerous in there tonight. Helms with the ball again. 11 on the shot clock. O'Donnell thought about pulling the three-pointer and two Saints face doesn't. Morris trying to go to work in the paint. Fadeaway jumper up and good. That was a really good just off-balance fadeaway shot right there. Morris just scoring at will right now on the low post. As now, Mobley will try to get the Bronx a point, some points right here on the board. 27-21 ball game, 139 to go in the second. Mobley guarded by Helms. Mobley gets past her. Dishes it to Toomey. Deep shot by Toomey is good. Nice deep mid-range right there. Makes it a four-point ball game. And then Victoria Toomey. She's known for her real estate down low in the paint, but she's she's looking to buy. Yeah, that was top of the paint right there. I mean, she did a really good job. Really clean jump shot. As right now, Helms with the ball. Screened by O'Donnell. And Helms will dish it to Morris. Another mid-range jumper by Morris is just off. Rebound to me. Yeah, when Morris shoots, you got to be able to put your hand just right up in her face. I mean, she's made a, a bunch of really difficult shots today right down there in the paint for Quinnipiac. So, obviously, she's doing something right. And now we've got officially under a minute to go here in the second. Toomey with the ball in the perimeter. This is the two Saint back to Mobley. Mobley wide open to Toomey in the paint. Count it. Wow. Two point ball game here. Toomey's cooking this during this game. 12 points, a block, and six rebounds. And now Helms. Say about 17 seconds separate the shot and game clock. Helms dishing it to O'Donnell near that free throw line. Now Morris again with the ball. Trying to go to work. Dishes it to DeWeese in the corner. Reset to Helms. 10 on the shot clock. 27 to go in the second. Helms trying to fight through screens. Morris down low with the ball. Pushes off Mobley. Gets an easy bucket to go. Makes it a four-point ball game. Now shot clock turned off for the Bronx. 14 to go in the second. Come now on. 10. Mobley holding for the final possession. Mobley on her horse. Blowing past. Dishes it to Toussaint. Now Schiffer in the corner for three. Bang! Oh, the Bronx really get on their horse right late in that second, making it just a one-point ball game heading into the half. We'll be right back with more. Awesome. Ryder women's basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza, 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Yo, Frankie, pizza review time. We're in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania, here at DiLorenzo's The Berg. From what I hear, they specialize in a perfect pizza pie recipe passed down through three generations called the Trend Tomato Pie, which is cooked to a perfect golden brown crisp and sweet tomato sauce like you would never believe. I can already see the crispy crust. All right, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. 
Oh my lord, Frankie. These Berg folks don't mess around. This is at least a 9.5. DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza has all the pizza and other delicious menu options you can ask for, including classic pizzeria-style sandwiches, pastas, and salads. You can learn more about Delo's menu and their order online options with just one click at DeLo'sTheBerg.com. Remember, DiLorenzo's The Berg is located across the Delaware on 8919 New Falls Road, Fairless Hills, PA. Frankie, you getting this? I'm about to eat this whole pie by myself. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Look at this gift Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. <laughs> Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty? Jack? Bean? Honey? Are you okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service and their pet parents' peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Osteria Procaccini. Osteria's kitchen is based on authentic Italian tradition using the freshest, all-natural, organic ingredients available. You can find a plethora of delicious items on their menu like artisan pizzas, handmade pastas, salads, and specialty dishes all made with quality and hand-selected ingredients. All of Osteria Procaccini's meals are prepared with passion for excellence that you will absolutely enjoy. And all of the food is fresh. No artificial preservatives or additives. Just good old-fashioned, traditionally prepared Italian cuisine made with so much love. Osteria has two locations in Pennington and Crosswicks. If you're looking to eat in tonight, Osteria Procaccini also delivers with DoorDash. Either way you decide to order off Osteria's menu, just get there. To learn more about Osteria Procaccini or to view their menu online, it's getforky.com. That's getforky.com. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Tropical Smoothie Cafe, Nassau Park, Princeton. What better way to cool off than with a refreshing drink from Tropical Smoothie Cafe? Made with only the freshest fruits and veggies, Tropical Smoothie Cafe in Princeton will always hit the spot. Start or end your day with a classic flavor like Sunrise, Sunset, or Island Green. Tropical Smoothie Cafe's impressive menu keeps it fun and flavorful with flatbreads, wraps, quesadillas, bowls, salads, and sides tailored to your taste. Dine in, take out, or order in for the whole crowd with catering services at tropicalsmoothiecafe.com and online orders using the Tropical Rewards app. Experience Tropical Smoothie Cafe not only for the amazing food and refreshing drinks, but also for the relaxing atmosphere, hospitality, and tropical fun. The closest Tropical Smoothie Cafe to Ryder University is at 645 Nassau Park Boulevard in Princeton. Get a taste of healthy happiness at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. 
Master Your Finances on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's cwmi.us. 20 minutes down, 20 to go. This is the Ryder Women's Basketball Halftime Show, exclusively on WRRC2. While the Bronx are in the locker room discussing their plans for the second half, let's toss it back to Owen McCarran, Ben Chanel, and Jared Brito to break down and analyze the first 30 minutes of Lady Bronx action, exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro. You're listening to Ryder Women's Basketball on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. As some maybe future Lady Bronx play some basketball ahead of us. Let's discuss the first half of action. Absolutely. Pretty eventful here. Absolutely. 29-28 ball game. Ryder only trailing by one. You know, saw them struggle early in that second quarter, you know, were held scoreless for maybe the first, I don't know, I want to say six minutes, and then ended up outscoring Quinnipiac in that quarter. How about that? 15-12. Yeah, I mean, no complaints. I mean, they started out slow, you know, they didn't score for the first, like, four or five minutes, but you know, they just they called that timeout, they just stepped on the gas and just went off. You know, Schiffer had a very good three, and Toussaint got just easy buckets. Yeah, and absolutely. How about Toomey with that deep mid-range going to work in the paint, too? Really having herself a game right here. Yeah, I did not see that coming. You know, no disrespect to Victoria Toomey. I didn't tr- I didn't know she had that jump shot. Um, I mean, <laughs> and she's got it. I wanted to use it more often, but we're definitely more used to dominating down low in the paint. But, uh, yeah, pleasantly surprised with that jump shot. Absolutely. She's 5 for 6 in the day, 12 points, 6 boards. A block shot to go with it. You know, really filling the statue right here. Yeah, real efficient so far. Um, I love when I'm seeing her from both sides of the ball. Not, she's usually is the one that gets in foul trouble. Um, and she had to leave the game a couple times before this game. Uh, she's being a lot more aware and proving to be a positive for the Bronx. Yeah, I mean, you get... <laughs> No, keep going. You guys have I'm really happy with the game that we're having right now, especially with how hot uh, Quinnipiac is. I think we're doing a really good job of shutting them down. I mean, the numbers really do not lie. I mean, not a lot of our players are scoring. Thank God we do have a, a Victoria Tumi and Rafael Tuesday yep. because don't know what we'd be doing without them right now. But as far as that three ball, we really aren't seeing it a lot today. It's something that we do talk about here and there during the game, you know, getting the green light outside the arc. We're just not really seeing the, the chances for it today, which is okay because, you know, we are able to shift our attention still down towards the paint. So really good stuff today so far. And only being down by one, that last shot before going to the half was crucial to make. That's going to bring them back out with good energy. It's going to send them into the locker room with good energy. It's going to let them know, you know what, this game is a lot closer than we probably imagined, than we thought for. Or this game is, is just as close as we planned it to be, and they're going to come out and they're going to dominate. Absolutely. You know, if I'm sure Coach Milligan is telling your team right now, you know, if you guys just were a little more consistent early on in that second offensively, that'd be a lead on the board right now. Oh, yeah, Almost certainly. Yeah, yeah so something really to point out right here. I know we talked about it before. 
the second quarter started is Bronx still winning that rebound battle 15 to 10 right now, Owen. How are we feeling about that? Just knocking on all the wood right now. I can't. Listen, it's really, it is really crucial. I'll say the word rebound a hundred times in a broadcast before we start actually winning the rebound game. But it really is important to make sure that we are coming down with the boards, especially with a game like this where we aren't really getting those shots to land and we're not really even seeing the opportunity for the shots. But when we do, or a game like on um, Friday against St. Peter's, you know, we take the three ball, we miss a couple wide open looks. It should be a much, you know, wider deficit than it was but when you miss those shots somebody's got to come down with them and go back up or a good second chance basket there it's going to help in the long run and it also adds to the games that we've lost you see we lose a lot of the rebounding game and then in those games we lost by 10 if we had 10 more rebounds that we should have had we win that game so it's very nice to see that today we are being very aggressive at the rim when a, when a shot is up I really love to see that from the team and uh, I really do hope it continues for the rest of this game here yeah absolutely and it all starts with to me and to saying, you know, they're really just fighting for that ball in the paint, you know, no matter oh, yeah. what. I saw there was one play that happened right here, I believe, mid-second quarter where Toussaint just kind of grabbed the ball and threw two Quinnipiac players off of her to secure that, you know. Yeah, we love killer. that intensity right there. She is a killer. Something about Rafi Toussaint. I mean, she just really knows how to move to the ball, especially when they're going for rebounds. She's super aggressive. It's not one of those players that at the start of the season we really saw her going for that type of, uh, you know, play style, you know, focusing really strong down in the paint. But to be fair, I think she's actually changed a lot this season. You look at the numbers that she puts up nowadays, it is really impressive stuff from her. So just, again, the aggressiveness from her is really important for this team. Absolutely. You know, really just seeing her gain a lot of confidence in the basketball court, which yes. you love to see. Sometimes it's just all it's about. You know, the talent's there. You just got to be confident in yourself. Yeah, we've talked multiple times about, you know, having confidence when, you, when you're shooting a shot out there. And she is one of those players that, thank God, she does shoot with a lot of confidence. She plays with a lot of confidence. And, and that's why we're seeing her start to put up all these really good numbers to the team here. Absolutely. One thing I really want to see the Bronx improve on in this second half is currently they have no bench points, which is, you know, a little bit odd right there. Quinnipiac only has seven, but, you know, that 7-0 bench point deficit right there could be the difference maker in the game. So, you know, someone's got to give the Bronx Stars a little bit of support off the bench. Yeah, you, you speak about bench points, and you see a player like Sophia Bruins has come in the game, and I want to talk about her just for a second here because with a tall team like Quinnipiac, you would think Sophia Bruinches could be a good counter as well in there. I just think with Sophia Bruinches compared to, you know, the senior player, Victoria Toomey, there's just a huge skill difference, especially with Victoria Toomey, her aggressiveness, her size and strength, and just her ability to actually finish at the rim, and her defensive ability as well. I think Sophia Bruntes isn't just quite there yet when it comes to Victoria Toomey, so when you see her come in the game, I think she definitely has a lot to work forward to, and maybe then we'll start to see more bench points from her as well. Yeah, absolutely. Someone really needs to look out for in the second half is Morris, the forward off of Quinnipiac. You know, really just having her way in the paint. We're seeing her hit hook shots, fadeaways, drop steps, just really a dominant force in that paint. Got to get a body on her in the paint. Oh, yeah, easily. I mean, we were freaking out. She's taking a lot of off-balance mid-range shots, low block, up top at the bottom of the paint, at the top of the paint there. Okay, thank God you can't shoot threes. Thank God you cannot <laughs> shoot threes like this because she's been pretty much 90% all game so far with really good performance. And just her sheer size as well, being able to shoot right over to me at a whopping 6-2, I mean, it really does give her a bit of an advantage when she is down right there in the paint. So it's going to gonna have to be an adjustment. Toomey's going to be able to get her hands up right in her face if she can, maybe be a little bit more aggressive on the body and just see what she can do to shut her down. Absolutely. You know, this might be a little bit of slight to a couple of Quinnipiac fans in the stands right now, but I want to see what you fellas thought about the officiating in this game because, you know, although maybe there's been uh, quite a few jump ball calls. I think the officiating has actually been pretty good. I don't know if it yeah. warrants any criticism like this one guy is really freaking out about on the stands right here. Yeah, but they both look like, uh, anyway, I can't say that word. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, the officiating is something that we talk about a lot when we come to these games because you, you always see Coach Milligan freaking out when we know there's a bad call. And 
we, we, we do get a little bit mad at officiating. I've taken my headset off quite a few times so far. Of course. Thank God not once this game, but I think it's being uh, really well officiated so far. Aside from the jump ball calls, where I do wish they let the team play, it's something that we, we do say a lot is let the team play. Uh, yeah. Those jump ball calls aren't really necessary, considering it just happened. You know, Absolutely. it just happened. Like right from the jump. Oh, four hands on whistle. You know, give them a second. Let the let the ball move around a bit. I was watching the men's game yesterday. There were a few jump balls. They were holding on to it for seconds. I'm talking, you know, four or five before anybody was like, all right, we're whistle. So, I mean, aside from that, some of the foul calls, I do feel like there are some on our end where you have that last one where Amanda Mobley gets pushed over. You know, those, those two, uh, I don't even know what to call them in the stands right now, but those two Quinnipiac fans are mad that they aren't getting the foul when their players are running right through ours. Yeah. So I'm not really seeing how that <laughs> makes any sense. But a couple of missed calls, but that's going to happen. And, you know, it's a hard job out there officiating. So, But overall, really good. Yeah, absolutely. I'd really hate to see how they're going to act if they're losing. You know, they're up by one right now. You'd think they're losing by 30 with the way they're acting. But anyway, stay tuned for second half action on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. WRRC2. Mental Fitness on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance. Reasons of teen drug and alcohol abuse is peer pressure and self-medication. 46% of 12th graders have been drunk at least once in their life. Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance creates and designs educational programs and events to get the community involved to help members of Lawrence Township adversely affected by alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. Lada is compromised of a Mercer Council on alcoholism and drug addiction whose desire is to help prevent alcohol and drug-related problems. Lada events and programs include the Campfire Boys and Girls programs for elementary and secondary students. If you want to get involved, meetings are held the last week of each month in the Manager's Conference Room at the Lawrence Township Municipal Building. For more information on the Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance, its mission statement, programs, and a complete calendar of events, visit the Lawrence Alcohol and Drug Alliance page at lawrencetwp.com slash alcoholism and drug addiction. The Tanning Zone Time Capsule and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by the Tanning Zone in Ewing, Hamilton, and Bordentown. You never have to say goodbye to the summer bronze you worked so hard to achieve at the Tanning Zone. In just a few visits, you can maintain your summer color all year round. The Tanning Zone has professionally trained experts in the latest products and services who are ready to help you achieve your tanning goals at a reasonable price college students will love. Have a wedding or other event coming up? Get the perfect tan utilizing their sunless booth, UV-free airbrush, or a wide variety of sunbeds. Whether it's winter spring, summer, or fall, you don't have to fly to the Caribbean or lie on a beach all day to obtain an incredible tan. You just need to go to the Tanning Zone in Ewing, Hamilton, and Bordentown. For more information, the Tanning Zone services and specials, like their happy hour, Wellness Monday, $10 Tuesday, specials online, it's thetanningzonehamilton.com. You'll be leaving with a smile and a great tan. Hi, it's Raffaella Toussaint forward for the Rider Bronx. Before I drive down the lane, I open my 1077 The Bronx Retro app and Google Play to listen to every Rider Women's home game on WRRC2. You're listening to Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on... Wait a minute. Only on 1077 The Bronx Retro WRRC2. Oh, my God. It's all right. It's all right. The words aren't falling today. We're doing good here. Hear that buzzer going off? About to get into second half action here. One-point ball game. Bronx trailing the Bobcats. Ben? What do you think the key is to win this game and close it out? Well, Jared, I think the the plan to get a victory for this game is to do what you did in the second quarter. Yeah, absolutely. Know? Yeah. Um, put your hands up, shuffle those feet, stay with the guy, uh, stay with your player. Don't fall for the tricks that they're going to try to get you to fall into, um, and take good shots on offense. Don't force anything. You know, 
Absolutely. As we're getting right back into it, we see Hayden with the ball, top of the key. Quick shot by Grisdale is up and good. So it'll be a three-point lead by Quinnipiac. And we see those fans already complaining on a, saying there was a missed foul call right there. So getting started early here in the second. Now Toomey with the ball in the perimeter. You see Mobley left wing dishing it down low to Toomey. Toomey going to work on Morris. Toomey, ball is stolen by Morris. Now Caverly running the break right now. Deep pass to Grisdale is deflected by Mobley. Great job stopping the break. Yeah, really good hustle back there from Amanda Mobley. Getting back in a hand on that. Stopping the fast break, so really good stuff. It'll remain Quinnipiac ball. Are you laughing at the fans? Yes. Yeah, it's tough to not I look mean, over there right I'm now. I'm just looking over him. He just like has his hands, his arms crossed. He just looks like a five-year-old that's got his toy taken away. Deep mid-range by Haywood is off. Rebound, Rebound Mobley. Rebound by Amanda Mobley. He should play-by-play -play these two, <laughs> these two fans. Oh, Amanda Mobley, the medic in here, they're really stressing out. <laughs> Jessica Schiffer with the ball, dishing it to Toussaint, top of the key. Now Mobley right wing will reset. Now to Fireball. Fireball working off the screen, guarded by Deweese. We'll dish it to Schiffer. Three-pointer up by Schiffer. Bang! Amazing shot by Jessica Schiffer there. <laughs> just, oh, two, Quinni two Quinnipiac fans are stressed about that one. It's a tie ball game now, 31-31. Oh, gosh, this is going to be a good second half. Deweese, they're going to say she's fouled. Really? By Michaela Fireball. That It'll is be. another thing that I, I do think that the refs are missing is a couple of these push-off calls. Only a couple, though. There haven't really been many, but it seems like there's a couple of, you know, little nudges here and there that they're missing. Absolutely. It'll be a foul on the floor, so Caverly inbounding. 20 seconds on the shot clock. Grisdale gets the ball. Left corner. Trying to go to work on Fireball. She stumbles a little bit right there. We'll kick it to Caverly to reset top of the key. 11 on the shot clock. Now we see Deweese with the ball guarded by Schiffer. And that's a blatant travel oh. by Deweese. Yeah, you can't do that. You're only allowed to Absolutely in cannot do that. It was a great dance move, but fortunately, <laughs> this is basketball. This isn't your uncle's wedding. <laughs> this is basketball. And now we see Bronx have the ball 31 31, all squared up. 8 30 to go in go. this third. Schiffer with the ball, guarded by Caverly. Schiffer been on fire from yeah. three. This has been great to see Jessica Schiffer do what she's doing best, which is splash three pointer. And now Mobley dishing it to Toussaint. Oh, Toussaint three pointer oh. is up. Bronx lead, 34-31. I saw that coming. I saw it. Avila Tucson is locked. 8.06 right here. I see those fans saying some not very kid-friendly words in the stands. Shot is up by Grisdale. That's way off. Air ball. Rebound by Deweese, and she's fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Yes, felt the breeze on that one. Yes, he just missed that one. A little bit too much on that one. Yeah, yeah I felt the breeze on that one. That was yeah. a nice nice little breeze right there. Yeah. You know what? Everybody needs to air ball at least once in their life. Hey, but you know what? Credit where credit is due. Except for she me, had though. the wide open shot. Except for me. I don't air ball. <gasps> All right. Well, anyway, Deweese is at the line for two. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. That's a great rebound by Deweese right there. <laughs> This is tough. Look at this uh, free throw formation. Yeah, a little free throw on the first shot. See the other four players gathered in the line holding each other for Quinnipiac. Getting a sense of cheese. Gonna finish my cheesy. Snickers. <laughs> and now the second free throw by Deweese not, is off. Not sponsored by Snickers. And rebound is by Quinnipiac. And it's stolen by Amanda Mobley out of nowhere. That's that speed that we're talking about with Amanda Mobley. She's got really good court vision to see that pass going down. So now Mobley will dribble down the court, slow things down a bit of that half-court line. Some off-ball action from the Bronx. Schiffer running around the court. Toomey will get the ball at the perimeter. Now Toomey to Toussaint. Toussaint to fireball. Down low to Toomey. Toomey has small defenders on her, and she is clearly fouled. Just a wrap-up by Morris right there. We'll send Toomey to the line for two. 
All right, this is a big couple shots here by Victoria Toomey. They can put up the Bronx by a couple possessions here. Yeah. So these are pretty big. And now here we go. Once again, those hey. annoying fans the heckling. Fans home. Can you hear them? Because this is yeah, I'm not sure outrageous. If broadcasting catching, buds. Yeah, I won't be surprised if they're kicked out by the time this game is over. Neither as well, and they're gonna call that an offensive foul on the Bronx. I did see the push off there by Jessica Schiffer. Yeah, definitely a push off right there. Still a two point ball game, Bronx leading their first lead since the first. And now we see Caverly bringing up the ball. 7.30 to go in the third. Caverly hands off to Grisdale. Haven't seen her score in a little bit here. Deweese with the ball guarded by Toussaint. Deweese will pick up her dribble, dish it to Grisdale. Grisdale guarded by Mobley, screened by Morris. Grisdale trying to find something right here, will dish it to Morris. Morris now to Deweese, now Caverly, shot fake. Mid-range jumper is up, and it's off. Rebound to Saint. Nice. Let's go, let's score here. Let's, let's, put up us, let's put us up by a couple possessions here. Now we see Mobley, once again, slowing things down. Has full control of this game right now, PG1 does. Crossover. Mobley dishing it to Schiffer. Schiffer thought about pulling a deep three-pointer right there. Picks up a dribble. Step back. Jumper oh, is up. And oh, it's good. Count it. This is prime Jessica Schiffer. Jessica Schiffer already has five in this third quarter. 36-32 ball game now. Two-possession lead for the Bronx. Give Jessica Schiffer ten points. And now we see that's the Wheeze. Can't do that. And it's a push-off on Knipiak. It'll be Bronx ball. I am so happy right now. Looking at my bench. Every over here. single time the Bronx <laughs> do something positive and the Bobcats do something negative, I look over to them. I am getting much joy watching them. <laughs> oh, it's just annoying. It's great. <laughs> I love it. And here we see Mobley bringing up the ball, trying to annoy those Quinnipiac fans a little more with a bucket right here. Fireball, ball left wing, Go to going to work on the barge. Go to work. Great defense Ooh. by the barge uh -oh. there. Crossing up the barge now. Michaela picks up her dribble, dishes it to Toomey. Ten seconds on the shot clock. Mobley has it. Mobley driving in. Great crossover on Caverly. Oh, oh has Caverly lost? Oh, Mobley this is the Toomey. Lamp is way off. Rebound oh, by Mobley. Amanda Mobley. Mobley doing it. Oh, and oh, shot is off. But nevertheless, oh Mobley had Caverly god. lost. Oh Give her a god. map. Oh my god. What is happening? Oh that god. was insanity. And Caverly will hit the bench right there, thankfully. Her oh. ankles must hurt after that one. Oh Give her a little bit goodness. of a rest. It was a really good possession by the Bronx there. Just couldn't finish. Oh, oh. I mean, almost had to be I mean, down there at the rim. Amanda Mobley has braided her hair, so I, I think a little bit of Allen Iverson. <laughs> it must be. <laughs> a little AI was in play there. Just a ridiculous crossover right oh there. So now we see Helms goodness. with the ball. Good screen. Oh. And Helms gets wide open for a mid range jumper. It's now a two point ball game. Bronx still leading. That's now really Mobley. Screen there, yeah. yeah, she was wide open there. Mobley guarded by the much taller O'Donnell right now. Bit of a speed mismatch. See if Mobley will take advantage of it. Mobley calling for a play. She gets the switch now. Helms on her. Toussaint guarded by O'Donnell. Toussaint will dish it to Toomey now. Mobley. Mobley with Helms on her. Great screen by Toomey. Mid range jumper up by Mobley. And it's off. Toomey fighting for it. Can't come down with it. Rebound. Oh, Helms. Oh, it was right there. Did you see Toomey's face? She knew she had a she good chance it. at that one, but she was already running back. Ah. Great man. fight right there by Toomey. Unfortunately, couldn't be. I gets it. Two point game right now. 5.18 to go in the third. O'Donnell ball top of the key. Dishes it down low. Now to the left corner. Three pointer by LaBarge is up. And it's off. Rebound O'Donnell. And they're going to say she's fouled. Okay, interesting call right there. Looked like she just caught it and kind of tripped on herself. But yeah, a little confused by that one. I'd like to see yeah. it again if I could. But it. here we go. Yeah. Yeah, here we are right here. Let's see it. And yeah, she just. Aww. No, I don't really think she was touched at all. She was not touched. I'm telling you. She just hit the dish herself. But 
Quinnipiac gets the call. And the Oscar goes to Mackenzie DeWee. And then O'Donnell will get a bucket right there to tie the game 36-36, 5-0-5 left in the third. Now fireball, looking for her first basket in this third. And that's a hard foul by LaBarge right there. See. Does help out Mobley, no it wasn't. Now that is a foul. Yeah, that's a very clear foul, but. Because he actually got hit. That one yeah. was a lower the shoulder, move your head out of the way, football tackle. Yeah, <laughs> so. absolutely. Thankfully, she helps up Mobley, so no ill will there. Come on now. But we'll get a timeout right here. 4.58 to go, all squared up at 36. We'll be right back with Bronx versus Bobcats, exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza. Man, this party sucks. I know, right? Clowns, face painting, it's like they think we're children. Doesn't the host know we're college students? We're practically grown-ups now. Whoa, what's that? I think that's, that's, yeah, that's DiLorenzo's The Berg Pizza Truck. A pizza truck? I didn't even know those existed. Look how beautiful it is. The DiLorenzo's Pizza Truck offers tomato pies on the go. You get to pick everything from any pie on the menu and all the toppings. Perfect timing, too. I'm starving. What can I say? Delos the Berg is the word. You can say that again. Delos the Berg is the word. Let's go grab a slice. DiLorenzo's the Berg food truck is perfect for any and all gatherings. Birthday parties, campus events, weddings, graduations, you name it. Share the love with your guests with pizza, rolls, salads, and more. Turn your party upside down and become the hostess with the mostest with DiLorenzo's the Berg food truck. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bayville to North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Ready PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar. Now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. 1077 The Bronx Retro's Got Game. This is Michaela Fireball, guard for your Lady Bronx. Listen to all of our Rider home games and select road games this season on RC and only on WRRC2. We're back with more Rider Women's Basketball on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. The score is knotted up at 36 apiece with four minutes and 58 seconds left to go in the third period here at Alumni Gym at Rider University located in Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Teams still in their timeouts discussing their plan for the resume of play. Referees taking their positions. Quinnipiac fans in shambles. Yeah, Ben, yeah. I want to give a special shout-out to the Bronx right now. You know, I know there's still a lot to go in this game, but 36-36 ball game. They're Love really this. giving a good fight to this incredible very, Quinnipiac very team right now. I mean, if we end up losing this game, that's a big if. This is a very well-played game through three periods. Absolutely, as Bronx will get possession out of the timeout after that very hard foul on Amanda Mobley by LaBarge. She's good, though. All good. She's Amanda Mobley. She's Amanda Mobley. Nothing, nothing can stop her. For real. Here she is in the game. And she'll get the ball. She's just about to cross that half-court line. 
guarded by Grisdale. Mobley dishing it to Fireball now. And Fireball guarded by Grisdale. A little bit of a defensive switch right now. Schiffer with the ball. Now Mobley, Fireball. Fireball. Wide open for three. Oh. Just off. Toomey can't come down with it. Rebound, Grisdale. And now Grisdale's pushing the tempo a little bit. Just got the barge wide open. Back to Grisdale. Grisdale three-pointer oh, is up and oh way off God. again. And a nice little hairball chant from the Bronx fans as the fella in the stands is now pulling his hair back out of stress. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. <laughs> great job by the Bronx fans right here. As now Mobley's bringing up the ball. great. I love this. Love this intensity. Oh, now Schiffer geez. with the ball. Dishes back to Mobley. Here we go. No look past the fireball. Schiffer's wide open. Fireball to Toussaint. Schiffer. Toussaint trying to go to work. Fireball. Backdoor cut. Count it. Bronx get the lead Got back, 38-36. Nice. Really good backdoor cut. Yeah, Schiffer was wide open here on the wing right in front of me, but hey, I'll take an easy bucket from Michaela Fireball any day of the week. You absolutely will. 402 to go here in the third. Bronx now winning by two, and that is a travel by Baskerville. Do that. It Damn. is Bronx ball with 401 to go in the third. Do that. Like, I don't know if they're hearing me over here on the baseline, but you can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. You simply you can. can't do it. Can. Mobley taking her time right here. Dishes it to Schiffer. Pass fake by Schiffer. Back to Mobley. Mobley's still slowing things down right here. Looking to get something started right here. Toomey pass fake into the paint. Toomey is fouled. Reach, It'll be man. on the ground. That's a reach. Can't what are you doing? Oh, give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. <laughs> oh. Again, the aggressiveness right now in offense, it's really starting to show. I love it. Yes. I love it. As now we see Morse checking into the game for the first time in this second half. I do want to say, you know, we saw the men's team, you know, lose to, you know, the worst team in the MAC conference for men's. And the men's team here at Ryder is the best in the MAC. So this could be like kind of both sides switching. Absolutely. We got right now. nine seconds to go on the shot clock, 333 in the third. Two same driving in right now. Tough loader. loader is up and good in the face of Morris and O'Donnell. Wow, why is she gross? Jeez. Nice floater. Flick that the floater shot from her there is, she is locked in right now. That's just yeah. a really good shot. Very nice. Morris enters the game and immediately gets the ball in that low post. Dishes it back out to Grisdale. Screen by Morris. Grisdale working around it. Tough floater up by Grisdale. Way off. Oh. Rebound to me. But Grisdale fights for it. And what do you know, fellas? Jump ball. Jump ball. Bronx there we ball. go. That's what I like to see. The ball was held for a little bit there. They gave yes. it a second. Good yeah. call right there. They're listening to us. But nevertheless, it's Bronx ball. You know what? Seeing Morris come back into this game, it's got to be a little bit threatening for somebody like Toomey with how good Morris has been doing down in the paint right now. But I love the way she's handling it. Still being aggressive on offense and on defense down in the paint. Not letting Morris and her stats this game affect the way that she's playing. Absolutely. Four-point rider lead right now. Caverly checking back into the game for Helms for Quinnipiac. And Bronx have possession. 3.07 to go in the third. 40-36 ball game. Mobley crossing half court. Caverly, who just checked back into the game, guarding Mobley. Now we see Fireball with the ball, guarded by Deweese. Back to Mobley. Hand off to Jessica Schiffer, running around that perimeter. Now back to Toussaint. Toussaint guarded closely by O'Donnell. Toomey's going to work on Morris. Yeah. And interesting strategy by Morris right there to yell at the top of her lungs to try to get Toomey to miss. It doesn't work. Six-point ball game. Victoria Toomey's too good for that. Caverly now has the ball near that top of the key, dishes it to Deweese. Fireball closely guarding. Morris trying to go to work on Toomey. And that's a clear travel. Yes, sir. Doing her best Cupid shuffle in that paint right there. About six two. steps right there. Like I said, it's not your uncle. As now, now this Ryder crowd is in the head of Quinnipiac. We got a 42-36 oh, ball game. Over. The Bronx biggest lead of the night with 2.33 to go in the third. We'll be right back with more Bronx basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro W.
RRC2. Master Your Finances on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's CWMI. US. Lawrence High School Football and Baseball on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Pork Chops Barbecue, 1560 North Olden Avenue, Ewing. Pork Chops provides the highest quality food with prices that won't break your piggy bank. Your wallet and stomach will thank you when you try their classic dishes reinterpreted to satisfy your modern taste. Pork Chops sweet or savory barbecue reinventions are guaranteed to satisfy all your cravings. Pork Chops Portuguese-style cuisine delivers all the flavors of Portugal without ever booking a flight to Europe. Wash it all down and quench your thirst with their brand new fruit or milk bubble tea. Go for the food and stay for Pork Chops' renowned customer service. Dine in and see for yourself why the Pork Chops barbecue experience is one of the most fun and delicious dining experiences in Mercer County. Takeout and delivery are also available. If you're a fan for barbecue, you're going to be fanatical over Pork Chops barbecue with three locations, Flemington, Middlesex, and in the Capitol Plaza, Ewing. When you listen to Bronx basketball this season on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, you score big. This is power forward Tony Renee. You can find WRRC2, my tuner, as easy as I find my shot during the game. We're back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. We got 233 to go here in the third, 42-36 ball game. Your Bronx looking stellar right now against this 18-7 Quinnipiac team. Who, might I add, is on a nine-game win streak right now. Yeah. This so will, this is gonna be one heck of an upset here by the Bronx if they can pull this off. Um, Quinnipiac probably one of the hottest teams in college basketball right now. You know, other than you know yeah. South Carolina, LSU, and all those. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, this will be a very going on a nine-game win streak as it is is already very impressive. Yes. And now here we are, about to get back into the action with Toussaint waiting for that ball to inbound into Moldy. Looking like a bit of a more aggressive defense by Quinnipiac. Full court press on. We got a got a Canisius fan update. He has now moved all the way up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what the strategy is here. I think he, I think he put himself in timeout. Yeah, maybe his son smells or something. I don't know. He had to get away from him. As yeah. now we see Moldy with the ball. 2.30 to go here in the third. Schiffer. Secures that off-balance pass. Back to Mobley. Mobley will slow things down a little bit and kick it back to Schiffer. A little bit of hot potato action right now. Toomey with the ball near the free throw line. Schiffer, three-pointer wide open is up, and it's yeah. good. Count it. Bang! Zetska Schiffer, baby. 45-36 ball game. 2-10 to go here in the third. Sophie Bruchez getting hype on that bench. I love And now Caverly with the ball to Grisdale. Quinnipiac trying to respond off of a very good rider run right here. O'Donnell has the ball guarded by Toussaint. O'Donnell gets past her. Layup is up. It's off, but she is fouled. Go to the line for two. All right. No easy buckets here at the zoo. No easy buckets. 
So let's just let's just take a look at this. Uh, Jessica Schiffer, three for five from three, five for seven from the field, ten points. She's got, you know, nothing else, but she can get buckets. <laughs> and here's that first free throw by O'Donnell. It's up, and it's good. All right. You know, Jessica Schiffer, I think, is just the epitome of a 3 and D player. You know, I really do an incredible so. three-point yeah. shooter and just a, a really underrated defender when you really look at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Second free throw up by O'Donnell, and that one is off. Rebound fireball. All right, let's go. Eight-point ball game right now. Let's make it 10. Minute 50 left in this third. Schiffer now. Guarded by Grisdale, looking at Milligan real quick. Getting a call. Kicks it to Toussaint. Toussaint to Toomey. Toomey near that mid-range. Toomey will still hold on to Kick it to Fireball now. Shot clock winding down. Seven to go right here. Fireball going to work. Reverse hey, layup is oh. up, and it's good. Hey, baby. And what does that mean? Your first double-digit lead for the Bronx in this one with 1.22 to go here nice. in the third. I mean, that reverse layup by Michaela Fireball right there. Really good execution and an amazing finish at the rim, too. Now Morris with the ball. Still been quiet here in this second half. Kicks it to Caverly. Screened by Morris. Caverly running around it. Wide open is Deweese. Three-pointer is up, and it's way off. Rebound right, to Saint. Rebound. Really good job. Also, Toomey doing a great job boxing out Morris right there. Saw her hand go up, but obviously because he was boxing out, could not get in close enough to take that rebound. Really good defense right now from our Bronx. Now we see Fireball with the ball again. Kicks it to Toomey in the perimeter. Toomey back to Fireball. Fireball thought about putting three-pointer, oh, but yeah. travels. It'll be Quinnipiac ball. She knows it, too. Just had a little bit of like a, almost a skit on the ground right there. Maybe a little bit of a wet spot or something. I think she, I think she maybe, you know, thought about hesitating on the shot, but wanted to take it at first. Uh, it's just a little bit of confusion. Just dropped the foot a third time there. It's okay. It happens. Absolutely all good is Haywood now checks into the game for Morris, who Morris went really quiet on that little stint she was on the court. Oh, no, excuse me. Morris still in the game right here. Now going to work on Toomey. And just as I say that, she misses. Rebound Haywood. Kicks it out to Grisdale. Grisdale, no one near her for three. It's off. Another rebound for Haywood. Haywood got Toomey in the air. Layup up. Off. Another rebound by Haywood. Rebound. And she's fouled in the paint. That's no, about four offensive no, rebounds right there for Haywood. Not. No, she was not. I was watching her all the way. She was not touched. Oh, my goodness. Haywood must have Elmer's glue on her hands. Pulls down four uh. rebounds in one possession. Yeah, but you avoid something like that when you have our players actually fighting for a rebound. They see the shot go up, and then they stop. Now, while we have been doing really good rebounding today defensively and offensively, that string of events right there was hard to watch. Yeah, Haywood, first free throw up and good. Want to point out now that uh, Guy's son that moved up to the top. His son is now with him, but almost in a socially distant seating right here. <laughs> 20 feet away. Yeah, yeah. Re really good social distant seating. His second free throw is up by Haywood, and it's good. Eight-point ball game. The CDC would approve of that. <laughs> yeah, you give him three separate shots there. They yeah. miss all of them. Could have had eight points there if they made all of them. But, you know, bring him to the line for an easy two, I guess. But... It's just you got to be able to attack that ball and come down with a rebound. You can't let the same girl who didn't move her spot get that. And now shot clock turned off. Mobley will stand at that half-court line. Watch the shot clock wind down a little bit. Right, let's see if the Bronx can actually hold this ball for the final possession. Let's see right here. Now Toomey steps up for a screen. Mobley gets past Caverly. Now Mobley to Schiffer. Schiffer thought about pulling oh. it. Has her jumping, and they call it travel. Rough call right there. Bronx crowd does not like that one. 
Owen McCarron, I think, might have broke the headset right here after that call. <laughs> I didn't realize my headset fell off the table, but... <laughs> I, I agree with you. That was an absurd was call right there. Not a good call at all. He just caught the ball and then took a shot. I yeah. didn't see any shuffle of the feet or anything. Four seconds right now on the shot clock. Caverly trying to drive down and get a last-minute bucket for Quinnipiac. She does count it at the buzzer. 47-41 ball game heading into the fourth. Your Bronx leading by six against the Bobcats. We'll be right back with more Ryder Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bayville to North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Reading, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar, now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. Programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Osteria Procaccini. Osteria's kitchen is based on authentic Italian tradition using the freshest, all-natural, organic ingredients available. You can find a plethora of delicious items on their menu like artisan pizzas, handmade pastas, salads, and specialty dishes, all made with quality and hand-selected ingredients. All of Osteria Procaccini's meals are prepared with passion for excellence that you will absolutely enjoy. And all of the food is fresh. No artificial preservatives or additives. Just good old-fashioned, traditionally prepared Italian cuisine made with so much love. Osteria has two locations in Pennington and Crosswicks. If you're looking to eat in tonight, Osteria Procaccini also delivers with DoorDash. Either way you decide to order off Osteria's menu, just get there. To learn more about Osteria Procaccini or to view their menu online, it's getforky.com. That's getforky.com. Listen to the Rider Bronx on your iOS device. This is Center Victoria Toomey. Go to the Apple App Store now to search and download WRRC2 to hear all home games and select road games on 1077 The Bronx Retro. We're back with more Ryder women's basketball, 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. New, fresh quarter of basketball going to come up here at the Alumni Gym. Bronx up six. Leading scorer currently is none other than Victoria Toomey, 14 points. Has also added seven rebounds, a block attempt. And she's been something to statue. Absolutely. You know, I cannot stress enough how big this win would be for the Bronx right here if they can hold on here in this fourth. You know, late in the season right here, like you said, only three or four games left on yep. the season. To beat this team that's so good like this would be so huge. Got to hold on to this lead right now. Yep. Yeah, 100%. This fourth period, everybody on this Bronx roster right now, everybody on this Bronx starting five right here needs to be locked in. It has to be a really good, clean, just fundamental fourth period here where they get their shots up and they make them as well. And clean up back, we'll get the ball first. Caverly. Dribbling up, looking like a zone defense look for the Bronx to start off this fourth. Caverly taking her time right here. Picked up her dribble. Nothing given right now. Dishes it to Morris. Morris back to Caverly. Deep three-pointer up. 
And it's off. Toomey fighting for it. Can't come down with it. Caverly gets it. Trips. But Grisdell recovers. 17 on the shot clock now. Caverly gets it back. Still in that zone defense. O'Donnell. Tough pass stolen by Fireball. Now Fireball handed off to Moby and we'll just slow things down right here. Thought that they might rush it for a second, but Moby will slow things down. Get full control of it. Yeah, looking at the situation this game is, and I think pace will be very important. It's very important to choose when. Toussaint and one! Toussaint makes a layup right in the face of Haywood. 49-41 ball game, chance to make it nine points. Yeah, but again, the, the pace is going to be very important, especially when you're starting to pull away with a lead like this. You want to make sure that you're not rushing it and making mistakes. Toussaint, just a cold-blooded killer. Yeah. yeah. No emotion after doing that. I love and one plays. And there it is, converted. Nine-point ball game, 9.15 to go. We love this. Caverly with the ball once again. Now looking at a man look for your Bronx. Morris with the ball, low post. Didn't see a score at all in that third. Great Ooh. deflection by Mobley right there on the much taller Haywood. Come on, it's a mismatch right here. Great defense by Mobley. Shot, and the shot, shot is off by Haywood. Can't reward that. And it is deflected by the Bronx. It'll remain Quinnipiac ball. But what really good defense by Mobley on like yeah, really a much taller guys. offensive player. Yeah, Mobley. I'm sorry, go on. That's okay, buddy. Um, <laughs> you know, oh, that was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> the Mobley, uh, the steal was caught by Mobley. She kind of tipped it right went right into the lap of Michaela Fireball, so Mobley's been turning up defensively in this fourth quarter. Yeah, definitely. Now Caverly with the ball, and the pass from Morris, who's been awfully quiet in this second half. Caverly dishing it to O'Donnell, wide open for three, it's in. Listen, if you give anybody that much time to line up a wide open shot like that, they'll make it. Absolutely, 8.39 here to go in this one. Mobley now bringing up the ball once again, slowing it down, guarded by Caverly. Mobley handoff to Fireball. Toomey, uh, passes deflected by Morris, stolen. Now Grisdale has possession. We'll slow things down, hand off to Caverly. They're definitely gonna wanna stop here to take away some of this momentum yeah, going this, to Piac yeah, here. Yeah, this is where they can start to get on top here, only trailing by six. Here's Grisdale, haven't heard from her since that first. Guarded by Molly Lynch. Now Caverly with the ball, somehow looks at back at the shot clock over here. Seven on the shot clock to go, deep three by Caverly is way off. Rebound to Saint. Give me that board. Really odd shot there by Caverly. Don't see why she needed to do that. Just a weird possession. But Looking take... at this shot clock instead of the other one yeah, <laughs> and pulling the deep three. Yeah, I'll take a miss. And now we see Mobley crossing up Grisdale. Toomey now has the ball perimeter. Now it's Toussaint. Back to Mobley, left wing. Grisdale a little jumpy on defense right now. Toomey with the ball against Morris. He's too big going to the work on the paint. And the, picks up the dribble. Now the pass to Molly Lynch. Quinnipiac fans looking for a travel call right there. Was not Two on the shot clock to go. Toussaint has to get up a shot. Shot is up. And it's off. It'll be a shot clock violation on the Bronx. What? Shot clock violation. The shot was definitely up before time. As it'll be a six-point ball game. Bronx winning 2.30 into the fourth. Well, Bronx, let's go. Caverly. Looking at her coach, the 28-year vet, getting a nice little call from her. Grisdale will dish it to Lafarge, who's now in the game. For Morris, and now Grisdale has the ball again. Working off that screen from Baskerville. Now Baskerville gets the ball, low paint, and she yeah. travels Bronx ball. Yes, she did! And look at AJ the Bronx going up to these fans now. As he should. As he, as he should. should. Guys, one thing I'm starting to notice here as we get into this game is pay attention to Cavalry. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby, yeah. And he's singling at us travel. <laughs> We're having fun here. He's looking at us now. Mobley now crossing over Grisdale. 
Mobley going to work. Now we see Toussaint with the ball. Toussaint jabs oh. on O'Donnell. Oh. Has O'Donnell lost a little bit to me at the perimeter. Back to Mobley. Oh. Mobley driving in right now. Gotta work, Mobley. Gotta work. Screen by Toomey. Mobley has to pick up her dribble. Yeah, Dishes it to Molly Lynch. Two, two seconds on the shot clock. That three-pointer is way off off the backboard. Shot clock violation. A little bit to the outside there by Molly Lynch. Bronx struggling to get anything going in this one. As AJ the Bronx is now making his way through the entire crowd, greeting all the fans. Greatest mascot in sports. Absolutely. Is now Caverly has the ball top of the key, dishing it to Grisdale. Closely guarded by Fireball. And they're going to say it's a foul on Fireball on the floor. Okay. Yeah, it's potential there. I mean, she definitely had her hand in there trying to grab that ball there. Just got, got a lockdown. You're not, <laughs> not going to want to be fouling. Absolutely. And this is what, exactly what I wanted to see. Jessica Schiffer now back in the game. Fireball will get a rest. Schiffer was red hot the end of that first half and the start of the second. Looking to get her going late in this one. Yeah. Let's go Bronx here. Bronx up by six. Five, six minutes and 29 seconds left. See if they can hold on here. As now, Cavalier inbounding. Cavalier to Baskerville. To O'Donnell, who we saw just hit that three a couple possessions ago. Guarded by Toussaint. Oh. Hand off to Cavalier. 12 to go on the shot clock. 6.20 in the game. Baskerville, ball top of the key. Labarge thought about shooting it, doesn't. Download to Baskerville. No. Tough shot is up and good over Toomey. Okay, okay. Four-point ball game now, 6.08 to go in this one. Come on, Bronx. Bronx got to get some points right here. Is now Mobley taking her time, dribbling up. Caverly guarding. Quinnipiac bench chanting defense. Toussaint ball top of the key, kicks it to Molly Lynch. Molly Lynch down low to Toomey. 12 to go on the shot clock. Toomey, tough pass to Toussaint, is stolen by Labarge. Toussaint hits the deck, and now Caverly is pushing the tempo because Quinnipiac has numbers, but will slow it down and dish it to Haywood. Excuse me, Baskerville. Caverly, wide open three-pointer is way off. O'Donnell fights for it, but doesn't get it. Molly Lynch rebound, and now Molly Lynch will dish it to Mobley. All right. Mobley now pushing the tempo a little bit, a little aggressive right here, but will pick herself yep, up, slow, slow things down, down a little slow bit. It down. We're up by four. You do not need to rush. Really Just need easy. a basket right here. 5.20 to go here in this one. Schiffer getting her first touch of the fourth. Now to Molly Lynch. Down low to Toomey, oh. and that ball is out of bounds on Toomey. It is Quinnipiac ball. Yeah, got to make sure you're getting your hand uh, on that one and just grabbing it. You got to keep that in. You can't afford to give up possessions like that, especially when we do have potential to score a bucket on them as well. Ryder really struggling offensively right now. Offense not matching the defense. Four-point ball game right now, still winning. 5.06 to go in this one. Caverly with the ball. Guarded by Toussaint. Yeah. That's Labarge in the corner, dishing it down low to Baskerville. Now back up top to O'Donnell. Back down low to Baskerville, trying to go to work on Toomey. Tough shot is up. It's off, but she is fouled. She'll go to the line for two. Toomey is distraught on that yeah, foul call. I'm not sure about the, uh, the foul on that one. This really didn't look like it, but I think that Mi Toomey has... Ooh, Five fouls. And there yeah. it is again. And now a much-needed timeout by the Bronx. Coach Milligan will talk it over with her team. Try to maintain this four-point lead with 4.55 to go here in this one. We'll be right back with more Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. 1077 The Bronx Campus Traditions are underwritten by Yoka's Food Truck and Catering Services for festivals, community events, and fundraisers in New Jersey. Yoka's is not your average food truck. Occupying a big yellow family-owned trailer, Yoka's is sure to be a fan favorite for your family and friends. With high-quality food and unmatched service, Yoka's has a giant menu to satisfy your gang's colossal cravings with breakfast, lunch, and dinner on demand. Fear not picky eaters, everyone will find something they love at this world-class food trailer. Yoka's catering packages can feed an entire 
entire block party with mains, sides, drinks, and desserts, all perfected by their friendly and capable chefs. Whether your event is big or small, Yoka's has you covered with their famous eggplant parmesan, juicy burgers, fries, pork or leg and cheese sandwiches, and more. No stress or sweat involved with Yoka's at the party. They put out the fires while you put out all the stops. If you're looking for a service to cook up a storm at your next event, look no further than Yoka's food truck and catering. See their menu online. It's yokas.com. That's yokas.com. 1077 The Bronx. Get those school supplies ready. An educational radio show and podcast is here on The Bronx Radio. Pod Save the Teachers is a dynamic new radio show from the College of Education and Human Services, airing every Saturday at 8 a.m. Hosted by Dr. Mark Piercy, Pod Save the Teachers is a monthly look at educational issues, faculty and student spotlights, and a focus on Ryder University's partner districts in New Jersey and around the country. Pod Save the Teachers will feature Feature the best practices, the most important topics both in and outside the classroom, and questions which drive the debate around education in the United States. Brand new episodes of Pod Save the Teachers will also be released on your favorite podcasting platforms the last Saturday of every month. For more information online, go to 1077thebronc.com slash podsavetheteachers. 1077 The Bronx Retro's Got Game. This is my high sim card for your Lady Bronx. Listen to all of our rider home games and select road games this season on Odyssey and only on WRRC2. We're back with more rider women's basketball exclusively on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRC 2 50-46 game. Your Bronx winning against the 18-7 Quinnipiac. Bobcats, 4.55 to go in this one. Fellas, how are we feeling? Feeling uh, pretty confident, actually. Um, you know, I could feel a little bit better because um, the Bronx, they have only scored three points. Yeah, absolutely. The fourth period. I would say right now I'm about cautiously optimistic. Yes. That's how I'm feeling I'm right now. I'm very happy that we're up by four with only four minutes and 55 seconds left. But in the game of basketball, that is plenty of time to score. Yeah, four minutes is definitely a, it's a killer amount of time right now. Especially with this Quinnipiac team being on the other end of that score right there. I mean, they got to be able to lock in and get a couple more buckets here just to, you know, s- uh, you know, sustain the lead and, you know, pre- you know, come out with this win. So you are going to have to see them locking in soon. I just feel like we're trying to get the looks and we're just we're, we haven't been able to execute. We did have a couple of opportunities there in the paint, but just not getting them to fall. And that's going to be an issue. First free throw is off by Baskerville. It'll remain a four point ball game. That's awesome. Second free throw up. Off as well. Huge, rebound to Saint. Stays a four-point ball game. Absolutely massive. Yeah, huge the rebound have to capitalize here. Now Molly Lynch getting some point guard duties. Come on. Labarge Carr for a clear out to guard Molly Lynch. Yeah, Molly Lynch. gonna need to see some conversions here. Toomey has it. Downloaded to Saint. Great grab by two Saint. And they're gonna say yes. she is fouled by O'Donnell. Yes. Yeah. Tissant made like an Odell Beckham Jr. type catch. Absolutely, yeah. So she was definitely getting held. Yeah, Tissant's got ups. I think we have a pretty good football team just with this Ryder women's team right here. Holding. Defense. (laughs) Five-yard penalty. It's now Baskerville is out of the game for Morris. Mobley inbounding. Will dish it to Schiffer. Schiffer guarded by Grisdale. Screen by Toussaint. Schiffer driving in. Tough mid-range jumper. It's good. My goodness. Yes. Schiffer scoring from all levels here in this one. Six-point lead for the Bronx. That so shot proud. by Jessica Schiffer was, was nice. aw- That was a really good shot. It's also very necessary, again, uh-huh. as we talk about needing to get these buckets. Also crucial to build her confidence heading down the later stages of this game because 
if we need her late, then she knows that she's her and she can make that game-winning shot. It's right there. Mobley fouls LaBarge, but they're going to call it a shooting foul. Didn't look like she was in the act of shooting right what? there. Yeah, Could have sworn that one was on the floor, but nevertheless, she'll go to the line for two. No, you can't send her to the line on that one. All right, well, first free throw is up. And ball oh. actually does lie, unfortunately. Shot goes in off the rim. Let's see if she makes the second one here. Five-point ball game now, 4.22 to go. Second shot by Grace LaBarge is yes. off, no. but rebounded no. by O'Donnell. Schiffer fighting for it. Now Molly Lynch fighting for it. Right. Everyone's hitting the dish right now. And now we have LaBarge wide open in the paint. Shot is up and good. Dang it. Three-point ball game. Bronx still winning. Sloppy basketball. Their lead deteriorated as well. But I just, I just didn't see her in the motion. I don't see how that one sends her to the line. Now Mobley dishing it to Toomey. Toomey at the perimeter. Toussaint. Toussaint getting it to Schiffer. who has been red hot in this one. Toomey going to work on Morris. Great oh. jab step move. Fadeaway jumper is way off. Rebound not secured by Toussaint. Morris gets it. And now Caverly pushing the tempo. Caverly moving. There. Kicks it to LaBarge. Back to Caverly. Now Caverly will slow things down as we see Michaela Fireball waiting to check in. Caverly will dribble up to the top of the key. Dishing it to LaBarge. 13 on the shot clock. Caverly has the ball, low post. Kicks it to Morris, easy bucket. Riders lead is now down to just one. Yeah, you're gonna wanna have to lock down when you're down there in the paint. Can't let any of those ba baskets go in for free. Need to be in the lanes. Ryder desperately needs a bucket right here. You see Toussaint with the ball in the perimeter, guarded by O'Donnell. Now Schiffer. Schiffer kicks it to Molly Lynch. Still haven't seen Molly Lynch get on the board in this one. Mobley now, jab step move. Guarded by O'Donnell, trying to blow past her. And they're gonna say it's a foul on Caverly. Nice. Good call right there. Ryder inching closer and closer to that bonus. That'll be huge to get that bonus at this point in the game. And now all starters are in the game for the Bronx. Fireball checking in for Lynch. Mobley inbounding underneath the basket. Will kick it to Toomey. In the perimeter, now fireball with the ball guarded by LaBarge. Back to Mobley. Tight defense by Quinnipiac. Mobley now kicking it to Toomey in the paint. Toomey's shot is up and off. Toussaint fighting for it, but O'Donnell does secure the rebound. Now Quinnipiac has a chance to take their first lead yeah, of this fourth quarter. It. She's got to execute that layup right there. She, that, that is a very crucial shot to not give them the lead on this possession. Caverly. Takes the screen by Morris, dishes it to a wide open Morris in the paint, and Quinnipiac now has the lead, 53 to 52. Bronx collapsing here in the fourth. 2.24 to go, plenty of time left. And Coach Milligan will take a timeout and talk it over. We've got a 53-52 ball game. Bronx now trailing Quinnipiac, 2.23, 2.23 to go here in this one. We'll be right back with more. Rider Women's Basketball exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. 1077 The Bronx Jersey Fresh segment is underwritten in part by the Trenton Farmers Market, operating since 1949, making it Mercer County's oldest and most beloved year-round indoor market. The Farmers Market is open all winter, every Thursday to Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Shop the market for fresh produce, mushrooms, fresh meats, poultry and cheeses, breads, and other baked goods, and even groceries and bulk dry goods. Dynamic 
dine-in or take-home delicious barbecue ribs and smokehouse wings, chicken and pork favorites, sandwiches, and Polish delicacies, plus two of Mercer County's favorite vegan eateries. This year's winter pop-up has started and features a wide variety of artists, makers, and crafters with tables filled with jewelry, books, body care products, and a few other flea market finds. There are spaces still available. If you're interested in selling at the market, please email vtfm at gmail.com. We look forward to seeing you this winter at the Trenton Farmer's Market, 960 Spruce Street in Lawrence. Open Thursday to Saturday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sundays, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. All right, we're back. Resume play. Amanda Mobley with the ball. Let's, Mobley. let's score some points here. Now they're going to get to Schiffer. Deep three-pointer by Schiffer is off. Shot clock violation. Bronx getting absolutely nothing to go here late in this fourth. Yeah, this is what we're seeing. Quinnipiac's best defense is coming to play here late in the fourth quarter. Absolutely. Now Caverly going to take her sweet time with this one as her team now has the lead. Watching that shot clock just dwindle down right now. 150 to go in this one. 19 on the shot clock for Quinnipiac. And Caverly will dish it down low to Morris. Oh, Morris back out to O'Donnell. Now back to Caverly. Caverly still holding a 10 to go on the shot clock. And then Caverly oh. driving down low. Yes. And they're going to call it a oh foul to me. I believe that she is now out of the game if that's on her. Yeah, that one's going to have to do it, I think. Hopefully it's not on her. It's actually her fourth foul, thankfully. Thought, it, thought she already had five, thankfully. She stays in the game. But nevertheless, Quinnipiac has a chance to make this a three-point ball game with 137 to go. First free throw up and off. Yeah, I think the stat sheet might have it wrong. Yeah, yeah a little stat sheet error right there. She actually says Rafael Tucson has seven. <laughs> yeah. Five, actually, sorry. Yeah, interesting right there. As both free throws are, nope, she sinks the second one on a lucky bounce. Two-point right. ball game, Quinnipiac leading. Come on. Bronx need a bucket here, down by two, a minute 30 left. Mobley now with the ball, top of the key, letting her team get set, dishes it to Toomey. Now to Saint. Mobley now. Kicks it to Schiffer at the top of the key, excuse me, fireball. Fireball, kicks it to Toomey, deep mid-range by Toomey, oh. is way off, rebound the barge. And nobody was on the other, shot. yeah. Nobody's on the other side of the rim either for a good rebound there, it's just... You, if you're going to take that, it has to be a green. Absolutely. He's now Caverly going to work on Schiffer. Exactly a minute left in this one. Two-point Quinnipiac lead. Morris getting the ball down low, going to work on Toomey. Kicks it back out to Caverly. Ten to go on the shot clock. Screen by Morris. Caverly driving in. Great defense by Schiffer. They'll say she fouled her. Caverly yeah. goes to the line for two. Yeah, Caverly is going to have a wide open lane to the, to the lane for a layup. Good foul there. Absolutely. Guys, I am no basketball analyst. I am just a color commentator. I mean, that kind of is a basketball analyst. You're right. But, but listen, <laughs> at, at, what, <laughs> but listen <laughs> at what point in the game do you realize Caverly is only driving to the right? She can't dribble to her left hand. Twice now in two possessions, they have allowed her to come up to the left of the key and run as fast as you can around the right, set a good screen by Morris, and hit her in the paint for a good easy bucket. Absolutely, and she sinks both of those. It is now a two-possession Quinnipiac lead. Oh. And the Bronx need to talk it over. Four-point ball game right here, 51 to go in this one. We'll be right back really shortly on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRC2. 
Take a deep dive into what's happening inside and outside the Brodsky Business Classroom and go off the clock with Dean Gene Kutcher. Join us on 1077 The Bronx every Saturday and Tuesday at 9 a.m. with the Dean of the Norm Brodsky College of Business to dip your feet into candid and meaningful conversations with writer business students, faculty, and alumni that are dedicated to topics related to the world of business. Cannonball for the best practices for career development, a look through the entrepreneurial mindset, growing your network while you're in college, and more. Here's one more splash of excitement. At the end of every episode, one lucky business student following Rider Business on Instagram has a chance to win during Off the Clock's game segment that will leave you at the tip of the diving board. Miss the show? Not a problem. Schedule time on your calendar to listen to the Off the Clock podcast on your favorite podcasting platform or visit our website, 1077thebronc.com slash off the clock. And now we're back with fourth quarter action of Ryder women's basketball. Ryder now trailing by four after a monumental offensive collapse late in this fourth quarter. 51 to go here. Five on the court are Toussaint, Fireball, Toomey, Mobley, and Schiffer. Milligan having a little combo with the ref. Bronx got to get a bucket right here. Inbound by Schiffer. It's to Mobley. Mobley now. Dishing it to Fireball. Tough floater by Fireball yes. is good. There you go. Good bucket. Good bucket. And now we'll have another timeout. I think we'll keep it here, though. 40 second, 47 seconds left in this one. Bronx trailing by two. If you're Milligan right now, what are you telling the Bronx right here in this huddle? Um, stay on your toes. Um, bend, don't break. If they want to shoot a three. I mean, I don't think they are going to shoot a three. I think it's going to be a very pain-oriented yeah. possession so I, right here. I think it might just be real conservative. Yeah, they're going to want to drive, and they're going to want to yeah. draw that foul, especially with them now being in the bonus yeah. as well. Absolutely. Dare I say, right here coming up, the most important defensive possession of the season so far for yes. your Ryder Bronx. Yes. Easily. Gentlemen, I'm not going to say it right now. You already know what it is, but if what happens, if what I think happens, happens, and they make a bucket, I'm going to be infuriated. If Let's Caverly, hope that doesn't happen. Dribbles with her right hand again for her like eighth point of this quarter, and nobody sees it. I'm going to be infuriated. Yeah, kind of looking like Bob Cousy out there in the 1960s, only dribbling with the right hand out there. She okay. does not know how to dribble to the left side. She did it multiple times. She can only walk and pass to the left, but when she wants to go to the rim, she always attacks the right. Isolate that. Take it away. Don't make it an option for her. And if she scores like that in these 47 seconds. I will be extremely infuriated. And let's see what happens. Caverly inbounding. Tough oh, pass yes, stolen by Schiffer. Yes, yes. Toomey gets possession. That's a great break for the Bronx. Mobley gets on. the ball and will now dribble up the court. 40 down. seconds to go. And Milligan will have a timeout. Mobley yeah. is ecstatic. They have a chance to tie this game. We're not going anywhere. We got to stay right here, fellas. fellas. A great steal by it the Bronx. It didn't happen. It did it not did happen. It did not happen. Which Bronx will be the most valuable player of the game? Stay tuned to 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2 after the game to find out who is tonight's The Bronx MVP of the game during the Ryder Women's Basketball Post Game Show. Programming on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by Pure Green in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville. Are you in the mood for refreshing drinks that are not only delicious but healthy as well? Or what about an acai, pitaya, or oatmeal bowls if you're hungry? Then Pure Green should be your next stop for made-to-order smoothies and bowls, cold-pressed juice, and more. Pure Green uses performance-enhancing superfood-based ingredients sourced from all over the globe that not only taste amazing but are super healthy and loaded with essential vitamins. Relax in their comfy seating area or order to go online by simply clicking 
clicking their order now button on their website, puregreennj.com. That's puregreennj.com. Or deliver from DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub right to campus. Pure Green also offers catering options perfect for your next on-campus event or meeting. So the next time that you're looking to quench your thirst with food and drinks, that not only your taste buds, but your body will love too. Enjoy Pure Green, Princeton, located in the Mercer Mall, Lawrenceville, or enjoy their new location in Newtown, PA. Back after that little short break right here, 40 seconds to go in this one, about 15 seconds, separate the shot and game clock. Bronx have possession off of that nice clutch inbound steal. Coach Milligan called a timeout, trying to yes. draw her best play up to oh, yeah. tie this game. Yes, we have to capitalize on this. This was a God-given gift for the Bronx. Absolutely. It's fireball inbounds to Mobley. Let's see what Coach Milligan cooked up here. Now Mobley, little handoff to fireball. Now to Schiffer. Schiffer guarded by Labarge. 16 on the shot clock. Kicks it to Toussaint. Toussaint. Now back to Mobley. Mobley driving in. Kicks it to Toomey. That's an errant pass, and it's out of bounds on Toomey. It's Quinnipiac possession. They're going to look at that, actually, to see who that was out of bounds on. Unfortunately, from my view, I think it might be out of bounds on Toomey. I hate to say it. Yeah, it's going to be very no, close. Right as unfortunate <laughs> as it is to sit on the baseline, uh, that one is tricky. Yeah, so they're going to take a look at it right here. But, you know, from my view, I think it might have been a good call. And it might call might stand. It might be out on Toomey. you got to think about the angles here, right? Toomey's jumping up. The quarterback player is jumping towards the baseline, and the ball did fly out towards us, so you never know. Yeah. But I look like Toomey, as much as I hate to admit it. I really hope it wasn't. Well, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe it's a miracle and it's not, but let's, let's look ahead a little bit. So 56-54, Ryder trailing 24 seconds. If it is Quinnipiac ball, do you foul immediately? What do you do right here, Ben? Um, I think, yeah, I think you would start to play the foul game here. Because they, they, the shot, the shot clock's off. So yeah, shot clock's turned to, off. Yeah, so definitely play the foul game. Uh, Quinnipiac really hasn't shot the free throw well today. Um, uh, for, by the whole game, they're only shooting 66.7%. So I'll play the foul game here. Absolutely. As well, based see, off the replay, yeah, it's really close. Uh, based off the replay, it is uh, looking like it's. See right there at what? the last second. Let's see. I don't know. It's a tough call right here. At the it might last be. Second, she knocked it away. If they're saying Toomey's fingertip is on it right there, then it's out on Toomey. But Labarge, no, it looks like a swatting motion. Yeah, Labarge definitely got a nice swat on it. I don't know if it deflected off of Toomey's fingertips at the end. I Perhaps, don't think it did. I hopefully not. Only thing I worry about is that they're gonna say, not want to go against the call on the floor. But yeah. I really hope. No, it's such I, a tough I, call. I don't know. Of course, the video quality is not exactly amazing, but <laughs> I don't think her hand is on it at that after she swats it. It is such a close call. I really hope they don't just stick with the call on the floor because it is so close. Yeah, you know what though? That is how a lot of these sports work. Sometimes, if the video or whatever you have is it's not clear enough, it's not concrete, they go with whatever is called. Yeah, it's, I mean they're conferring a lot over here, so it's obviously a, it, not it's that a very clear to them. Clear swat. What we know is it is a very clear swat, and we know that Toomey did have it in her hands, but then the Quinnipiac player was the one who hit it away. What we don't know is in the next millisecond after is if her fingers came off of the ball, Victoria's fingers came off of the ball, and the last person who touched was the Quinnipiac player. Yeah, the video quality is just not good enough to see if that when the Quinnipiac player deflected the ball, and as, as it went up, if it deflected off of Toomey's pointer finger. Fifty-six, fifty-four ball game. 
Quinnipiac calls a timeout now. 24 to go here. And it is going to be Quinnipiac ball, I believe. Yeah, they, they might just have to play the foul game here. I'll yeah, absolutely. It's looking like it right here. Yeah, ref standing down there, Quinnipiac side. So it definitely is Quinnipiac yeah. ball. 24 to go here. Just a rough, rough collapse by the Bronx right here. Yeah. Just definitely. Just yeah, it just stinks. I thought thought we were gonna be, get a very good opportunity there to score. Just a little bit too high for Victoria Toomey, and it sailed out of bounds. It's Absolutely. So here we are. Back into the final seconds of this game. Shot clock is turned off. That is Haywood inbounding for the Quinnipiac Bobcats. What will the Bronx do? Quinnipiac has two players on Ryder's side of the floor. Looks like they're probably gonna throw it down here to one of them. Unless we can get another gift here. And they don't, they throw it to Caverly and immediately Mobley fouls Caverly. Caverly to go to the line for two. I believe last time she was at the line, she hit both free throws, so hoping that doesn't happen right here. Yeah, but Caverly, as far as shooting goes today, has not, has not really been doing that best from outside the arc, at least. So yeah. you've got to hope that you know, you're going to force her hand to the jump shot now and just pray that, you know, also, one yeah. at most. There's also a lot of nerves here, too. So Absolutely. If I'm at the line, I'm shivering in my bridges. Biggest free throws of the game. First one up by Caverly. It's in. Three-point lead by Quinnipiac. And O'Donnell's now in the game for Haywood. Yeah, if this next shot here were to go in it, with 22 seconds, it's very hard. Second shot up by Caverly. Count it. Four-point ball game. Bronx trailing. Coach Milligan will call timeout to discuss here. All right, I want to hear from both of you. Right off this timeout, you've got to go quick, right? What do you think? What, what, who do you go to off this timeout? Jessica Schiffer. I yeah. like that call. I like I like that a lot. Jessica Schiffer is shooting really hot today. Yes. Three for five from the from beyond the arc today. She's having a really good game. Now the issue is, and you know, I think there's plenty of shooters out there you could get into. I think if you wanted that three Schiffer fireball, I think if you wanted to aim in the paint, Tumi Toussaint, obviously. But what what concerns me is the next play after. Yeah. Having to play the foul game when it's it's close, but when it's four points, having to play the foul game is rough because you could now send it to a two-possession game. Absolutely, and time is of the essence right here. You know, obviously you need the bucket, but if you're gonna play that foul game, you need as much time on that clock as possible. Ryder needs to get a quick bucket right here out of the timeout. Let's see what Coach Milligan drew up. As both teams are taking the court again, the Bronx finishing their huddle with Coach Milligan. And here we are. It'll be an inbound near the scores table for the Bronx. Fireball will inbound. 22.8 to go right here. Four-point lead for Quinnipiac. Obviously, shot clock turned off. Fireball inbounding. Dishes it to Mobley. 20 on the shot clock to go right now. Mobley, crossover, step back, three-pointer is up. And it is off. Rebound to Saint. Gets it. Dishes it right to LaBarge. Mobley really takes a tough fall right there. And LaBarge is fouled. Excuse me, that's Toussaint taking a tough fall right there. Really hit our table right now. Look like she's all right, but unfortunately the game not all right for the Broncos. Now there's 12.9 left in this one. Four-point lead for Quinnipiac, and LaBarge goes to the line for two. Uh, this might be all but over. Might, keyword. <laughs> First free throw by Grace LaBarge is up, and it's off. Remain a four-point ball game, still a two-possession game with 12 to go here. There may be light at the end of the tunnel here. 
Bronx down four, 12.9 seconds. Second free throw up by Grace LaBarge, and it is in. Five point ball game, 59-54. Gotta reset that game clock. Yeah, not sure why the game clock had about 1.7 seconds taken off of it. Yeah, I think it was at 12.9. You gotta rewind that puppy to one point. A little bit of a scores table error right there. It's right. That's fixed. No issue at all. They're human. Bronx not calling a timeout right here. Mobley now on her run. Has to get a quick bucket for the Bronx right here. Dishes it to Toussaint. Deep three-pointer by Toussaint is off. And that will do it. So after a monumental offensive collapse in the fourth quarter, your Bronx fall to the Quinnipiac Bobcats. 59 to 54. We'll be right back with the post-game show on 1077 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Ryder Basketball, the best damn sports report and other programming on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx Retro is underwritten in part by B2 Bistro and Bar, where fresh local meets casual cool. And when they say fresh local that meets casual cool, they aren't kidding. Step inside any of B2 Bistro's six locations to experience a five-star seasonal menu featuring a raw bar, shareables, handhelds, and large plates that are simply to die for. B2 Bistro is well-known from Bay Builder, North Brunswick, Red Bank to Point Pleasant Beach, and Tom's River to West Reading, PA for their wood-fired pizzas, award-winning burgers, fresh sushi, oysters, clams, plus craft beers and cocktails. Everything on B2 Bistro's menu hits the spot because it's the perfect spot for date nights, family night out, celebrations, events, and more. Outdoor seating is also available. See what really happens when fresh local meets casual cool at B2 Bistro and Bar, now with six locations, including Bayville. To learn more about B2 Bistro and to view their menus online, it's b2bistro.com. All right, we are back with more Ryder Women's Basketball, 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. Welcome to the post-game show. 59-54 is the final score here. We are... Uh, joined with uh, Coach Milligan here. Uh, Coach, very hard-fought game. So uh, regardless of the result, this was a very telling game about the heart and soul of this team. What praise do you have to give to this squad? Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm happy with our effort today. Um, you know, we let that one slip away. I mean, we just, um, you know, our offensive execution let us down a little bit in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, I mean, just disappointing. I mean, it's a game that we had in our hands, and, and we needed to get, you know, one more stop, one more big bucket, yeah. um, and it just didn't happen for us tonight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I know you mentioned the offensive struggles, but I really wanted to compliment the defense of this team today, you know, holding this incredible Quinnipiac team only yeah. to 59 points. What do you have to say about the defensive effort today? Yeah, I mean, our defense has been building and building and building over these last couple weeks. Um, you know, we've really been digging in on the defensive end, and, and I thought we did a great job today. I thought um, our communication was good. I thought our switches were good. I thought we kept them off balance um, for the most part. Um, you know, it, it, we're going to go back and look at this, and it's the first five minutes of the fourth quarter. I mean, that's that's going to be the difference. And again, we won't keep you. I do want to go off of what Ben said there. It was a really well-fought game, hard-fought all around. And offensively, you guys did, towards the start, really good there up until the crash. I just want to know, what was the approach coming into this game? Well, it was just to be us, you know. I mean, we, we, feel, we feel like when we execute our offense um, the way that we know how, that we can score against anybody. But it's, it's just that consistency part of it, um, of being able to do that, you know, for the full four quarters. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy these little couple of days off right here and bounce back well against Mount St. Mary's. Right. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. No problem. Have a good one. So, fellas, a 59-54 ball game. Bronx, unfortunately, falling after losing a big lead right there. Still a hard-fought game against... A really tough Quinnipiac team was 18-7, and seven, now 19-7 and seven on the year, and now on a 10-game win streak after defeating us. Yeah, I mean, I, I have this was a very entertaining game to watch here. I had a lot of fun with you boys tonight. 
Um, just unfortunate that we couldn't pull this one out. Absolutely. Yeah, it's and definitely now, a tough loss. I, you know, just a couple things there. I do really want to say, for those that couldn't watch it and listen, I hope you really experienced how good of a game that was, especially with how difficult of a game that was. You know, going on a nine-game win streak, it, it's hard to come in and be that underdog team and then put up such a fight like the Ryder Bronx did today. So really good work. Absolutely. Well, you know, win or lose, we always like to give the girls props. That's right. Let's slide over to the post-game player of the game. Ben, I'll start off with you. Who are we feeling? I'm going to say Jessica Schiffer. Um, I mean, she was she was really entertaining tonight. Um, you, uh, she has, you know, struggled recently with, like, getting her shot, you know, being confident in it and splashing multiple threes. But, you know, she's dropped 15 points tonight. Uh, she had only turned the ball over two times. She had a steal, uh, three for six from three. Really delivered for the Bronx during that, you know, the prime of this game where the Bronx were up by 10. Uh, she was just a big part on making this game as entertaining as it was. Absolutely. Ben, I mean, excuse me, Owen. It's okay. We're, you know, we're <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same, yeah, we're I'm like gonna, that. I got to go with Victoria Toomey. I mean, she okay. really did have a stellar day today, 6-11 from the field goal. And, you know, I think she was just putting up a lot of really good shots today. She had a lot of chances out there that, you know, missed. Out of those five that didn't land, those are some big opportunities right there that if they land, it's, it's a different game. And she did a really good job today of, you know, getting her hands out there, getting the passes she needed, and, and you know, executing on the shots where they needed to be executed. And for her, it was just a really good game overall. Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting to win this game because I'm going to give it to Rafaela Toussaint. You know, yeah. really had another good, good pick, game. Good pick. 16 points, 10 boards for those counting. Back-to-back double-doubles for her. Really just saw, Monster. you know, there's something that the stat sheet doesn't show, and that's her aggressiveness. And just she's willing to lay it all on the line. We saw her really hit the four hard right here, bounce right back up, just for the name of trying to get that win. So, you know, despite the loss, a great effort by the girls tonight. 59-54 ball game. They fall to Quinnipiac. Yeah. Well. After that tough loss, unfortunately, we'll be right back on Thursday for we more will. Rider Women's Basketball, exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx Retro, WRRC2. This concludes tonight's broadcast. Thanks for tuning in to our coverage of Rider Women's Basketball, only on 107.7 The Bronx Retro. For a full list of broadcast schedules, head on over to our website, 1077thebronc.com slash riderbasketball. Missed a broadcast? Don't you worry. You can listen to tonight's call and previous games on Amazon Music, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify by searching up Rider Women's Basketball. Rider Women's Basketball? Basketball has been a presentation of 1077 The Bronx Retro and B2 Bistro and Bar with locations in Bayville, North Brunswick, Point Pleasant, Red Bank, and Toms River, New Jersey, and in West Reading, Pennsylvania. Let's pivot back to the classic hits of the 50s through the 90s live from Ryder University's Radio World Magazine featured spectacular radio studios now.